Here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan 303-695-7000 that's 303-695-7000 or americanfinancing.net and mls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate when powerful storms in late june damaged over a thousand vehicles at johnson auto plaza insurance adjusters ordered every vehicle sold regardless of profit it was game on hi this is alan roach from my car guys at johnson auto plaza with a hail liquidation update since the incredible storms hit hundreds of hail damaged vehicles have been sold at johnson's saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming. Hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off. Clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side-by-side with many vehicles that have not been repaired, with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family is committed to doing what it takes to sell every new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler on their lot, regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson's. You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Yeah, baby! A lot of football. Live from Train Camp 2018. Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Company. Let's go, let's go, let's go, run the hit. And the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Another Loto Magic yesterday. How about late afternoon Loto Magic right here? Three and one. Well, not quite as exciting as Saturday night's finish, but a walk-off is a walk-off. And when you take three out of four from the Dodgers at home, considering the way that series started, bring it home, Papa, bring it home. Rockies now only a game and a half back in the National League West. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this Monday morning. Fellas, do you feel it getting darker and darker and darker? When you wake up in the morning. Yes. It is, uh, it is depressing to pull into the Starbucks. Not to make this a, a about me, but to pull into the Starbucks and it's still dark. Yes. My lights are still doing, uh, their duty. It, this is no good. No good at all. Darkness is upon us, but the Rockies provide a ray of light and hope. I Just when you think they're yeah, done. I can't believe what happened Friday's I, I mean, Sunday, I, I thought after watching Wade Davis do what Wade Davis did on Thursday, I'm, I'm sitting there going, what else am I supposed to do here? What do I do with my hands? Well, uh, community service on my part, I'm going to continue to say they're toast because when I say they're out of it, they, they get play right well. back in. When I start raving about how it's the best team in Rockies history, they fall apart. So they're done. They're toast. Play the Don Meredith song again. Good. Keep doing that. They're, that's finished. They are just teetering. This is a great balancing act. It really is like that high wire act where that guy looks like he's about to go and then finds himself and goes another 50 yards. It really is. And maybe it has to be this way. I know it's hard as a fan 
to win this way. I mean, yesterday, for example, the game was done. It was theirs. It was 3 nothing. Chad Bettis gives them everything you could expect, everything you could hope for. Here comes the bullpen doing what the bullpen does, and we got a ball game again. Yeah, and that's why I'm, I'm going to stay on the their toast thing, because have they solved the bullpen problem? In all honesty, have they solved it? You know what, though? Nope. No, but you know what? Look at the other side of the field yesterday and the night before and who they're missing out of that bullpen. When they don't have Canley Jansen for the L.A. Dodgers, they are a completely different team. Yeah, without One a doubt. player changes that team entirely. They are a mess right now. They have no idea who's going to close games. No, they they don't, but it's uh it, it's one of those things that the Rockies have that problem times about four because everybody they go to in their bullpen is a mess. I mean, Scott Oberg, like more than 60% of the runners he inherits score. Well, then just leave somebody else out there. Uh, it's not even a coin flip with him. You know it's more likely than not that they're going to score. Why even bring him in the game? Well, and Jake McGee is just giving up runs every time he pitches. It's just a gas can. Yeah, so I, I honestly kind of feel for Bud Black. He, he he doesn't have anyone out there right now that's trustworthy. But the reality is, Manchester, you and I on Friday were pretty down on those on that team. I can't believe they won all three and won three or four in the but, series, but, which you said they needed to do. Again, the way they won yesterday is maybe what we better get used to. No lead is safe ever with this team, and they'll just scratch and claw. But I tell you what, I tell you what, someone needs to play hero, and yesterday was a collective effort. I thought after Trevor Story's at bat, in which he just tried to swing for the fences. In which Bud Black blew it and didn't bunt, bunt the runner over to third? I thought about bunting at the same time. But he started swinging for the fences was his problem. He didn't shorten his swing. Yeah. That was a bad at bat. It was a terrible at bat. And after that at bat, I said, "Oh boy," but they they figured it out. Drew they Goodman said on the broadcast that the runner has to be at third at the end of this at bat, and he wasn't. That was a it was a miscalculation. It was a misplay. You let your you let your guy swing for the fences. That's not the smart play there. It and, wasn't. And and then the play by the Dodgers to intentionally walk McMahon to load the bases. This is the danger of loading the bases. Either a a wild pitch or or a ball four. And that's what happened. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it, that's the smart play. You want to set up the force. I don't know you, if it's necessarily the smart play. You got to assume your guy's going to throw strikes, that he's not going to walk someone. Uh, and, and Hyannetta got some very friendly calls. If you watch the, I, I agree with you. the strike zone yes. thing on, yes. on AT&T, it's like, yes. ooh, I, think, I think the ump had a reservation yeah. at Shanny's, which yeah. I'm totally the, cool uh, The second to last one, not the last one, but the second to last pitch was yeah. a strike. Yeah. The other thing, and I jinxed them with this on Friday as well, I was talking about how they needed to put all their chips into the middle of the table because they've also gone through the season with their big guns healthy. Uh, the fact that Nolan Arenado's been out of the lineup the last two days is troubling, to put it mildly. This tweet that just came over is perfect. We have so much to talk about today. That's why I love Mondays. I was in front of my television all afternoon yesterday watching several events. This tweet from uh, Kyle Porter, CBS. Tiger Woods wins the 2018 PGA Championship with a score of minus 14. Brooks Kepka finishes second at minus 16. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Is it phenomenal to watch, to behold the allure, the popularity of Tiger Woods and how badly people want him to win, even after everything he's gone through, after his name was drugged through the mud, after everybody jumped on him and said, what are you doing? And here they are yesterday outside of St. Louis cheering on Tiger. Everybody. Everybody cheering for Tiger Woods. It's amazing. 
Well, I think it says a lot about Brooks Kepka when Tiger Woods is the more likable guy in the duo. That wow. guy is, you talk about a punchable face. You don't like Kepka? Oh, jeez. You don't like his guns, do you? You don't like the fact no, that he well, wears my, no, no, my no, no, no. son's size shirt. Yeah, exactly. We, we looked it up when he won the, uh, US Open. Yeah. He's like my size. He's my height, my weight. He's not that big. He's just a golfer in tight shirts. Very so tight shirts. Big. Yes. He looks like he's 6'8", 290. Yeah, exactly. It's all relative. Did you see uh Bob Mennery's latest with Tiger? <laughs> very <laughs> inappropriate. With the sunglasses yeah. on? Yes, that was good. <laughs> it was funny. That was very good. I can't like but, those, though. Hey, I guys. I'm like, I don't want people to know guys, I like that. <laughs> golf no, you is better for it when Tiger is in the game. Of course. Love him, hate him, disrespect him, whatever. He is better for golf. Golf is better with him. End of story. Everybody watched yesterday. Everybody had a reason to watch. He made a run. He made it exciting. He had his putter working again. If he doesn't mess up on 17, who knows what happens. And it was just fun to watch. And sorry for those who appreciate Adam Scott's greatness. Anybody who uses a training wheels putter that's seven feet long, I can't, I can't go with, I, it's just ridiculous. Uh, I'm with you. I'm I, with you. And, and I had so many people saying, why? Wow, what's wrong? What's wrong? He's using a putter taller than him. That's stupid. It's why have they not made that they're stupid? I don't understand that. Because they're stupid. Let's go. Big news right now. What the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Ryan McMahon, can he play hero once again? He's the hero last night. High drive, deep right field, did he catch it all? God, he did it again, he did it! The Rockies win it! That was awesome. Not the fact that he did it that night. He did it the night before in the seventh inning. And both times, uh, Ryan Spielborgs now, well, it was at three days in a row, Spielborgs has gotten hit by Gatorade. Yeah. It's a new tradition down at Coors Field, and I'm just fine with it. It's actually a, a jug of water. That, uh, that win for the Rockies reminds me of Helton off a of Cido, Vic. We, two uh, outs, down two. It's it's pretty dramatic. Well, the game the game yeah. is over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We turned everybody's frown upside down on Friday. We did. Second half of the show, we really rallied, started playing yeah. great highlights clips from Denver sports history. Not that that's going to go down as one of the all-time greats, but just another one that kind of puts a smile on your face on a Monday morning. That game and that finish reversed what happened to the Rockies. Was it in Milwaukee where they gave up the three-run shot? Yeah, the when walk-off? you had the Twitter meltdown. Yeah, yeah. was that the one? Yeah. Okay, so that was the Wade Davis... <laughs> Okay, so that reversed it, correct? Yes, there you go. All right, so good. Even. See, everything evens out after uh, a while. But uh, Ryan McMahon, way to come through, young fella. Meanwhile, at Bronco Stadium at Mile High. Here's third and 11. Lindsey to Kelly's left. Now going to the pattern. And there it is, Philip Lindsey into the end zone. Touchdown. There is a flag down. It's a 19-yard play. Swag Kelly was swagging. Now he did have some, did have some bad throws later, but when he took over and started running that offense, Swag Kelly looked good. In fact, I've got a list for you guys coming up a little bit later. Uh, the good news and bad news and the not so whatever news from Broncos Madness on Saturday night. 
I'll tell you where swag ends up, and I think you know the answer to that. I also think that uh, my boy Manchester is going to have a meltdown by the end of the show. <laughs> he even That's already my prediction. you can tell. He's got yeah, that look. You can see that look in his eye because he took a beating on Twitter. You just took no, it. Oh, you got pinata. You got pinata Saturday hard. night. You got hit from every angle. Body shots, face shots. You got hit everywhere. But it's okay. That's why we have this show. Your opportunity to this. respond. You're fine. I'll look him up for you. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie played well. Isaiah McKenzie is back here. In the air. Kenzie should have a shot at a return here. Plenty of green in front of him. Hesitates. And now takes off down the sideline. Isaiah McKenzie down the sideline. Has one man to beat. Isaiah McKenzie for the touchdown. A 78-yard punt return for a score. There are no flags. Little feller. A lot of people thought he wouldn't make the team. Perhaps he will by his play alone. And the subject we started with, Tiger Woods putting on a show, finishing second at the PGA Championship. Tiger's putt on the way. It needs to hang in. Ray's putter. It's down. Tiger Woods, 13 through 13. Okay. Promise me, Manchester, that you won't throw your headphones today. Just promise me. I'm not going to throw my headphones right, today. Because it's going to get hot. It's going to get heavy. That's totally fine. Just understand this. Because people everybody are in this town you. is off their freaking rocker. Understood. Understood. People are coming after you. Great. And I'm going to Bring come it. after you. And we're going to have ourselves it, three hours of fun. And all those people who are coming after me, uh they're the same yahoos who came after me last year when I told you this team was going okay. to stink because of Trevor Simeon. How'd that turn out? It's Manchester so, against the yahoos. When you want to when you want to turn on me, that's fine. But my track record is one and zero, and you people's track record is zero and one. Get so in line, fine. get Bring in line, it. yahoos. Let's go. We got three hours. Let's Manchester do this. is ready to fight. It's going to be one of those mornings. It's going to make it's going to make HW very uncomfortable. Find. Your safety area. Where's your puppy? Find your safety corner now. 712, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Lindsay. Lindsay! Lindsay! Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Make a play! You gotta make a play, man. Hey guys, Scott Hastings here. Get back in the game. Did you know that one out of every three men over 40 may have low testosterone? Low T levels can make you feel tired, grumpy. Do you know your numbers? Hey, Low T Center makes it quick and easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test. You'll know your results in about 20 minutes. Their service is even covered by most health insurance. Give them a call. 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. LowTCenter.com is always open. The Low T Center reinvent immense health care. Get power to spare with a Honda generator and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from General Air Service and Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit GeneralAir.com Hey, Avs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He scores! Game line to score! He's bombed in the neutral zone! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line! Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Avs! 
The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Attention all Class A CDL drivers. The Transportation Department at Safeway is excited to announce a new pay increase, and we want you to join our team. How would you like to start out making $25.56 per hour the first day on the job with a potential $12,500 bonus? Plus, you'll get to go home at the end of every shift. In order to be considered for this position, you'll need documented work experience in the transportation trucking industry. And, of course, you must have a Class A CDL. We're looking for drivers with at least two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment, and you must be 21 years old to apply. This is a great opportunity to work with a stable company and a place you can retire from. We are scheduling interviews and only have a limited number of driver positions open. Apply today by logging on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Please complete the online job application and we'll be in touch to schedule next steps. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. I love your new floors. Aren't they gorgeous? We need to get something new. Simply Floors. Simply Floors? A Simply Floors flooring design consultant came over with samples to show us what our new floor would look like in here. She was great. She came here? Much better than the big box store. You can really see what your new floor looks like in your house. Bet it's expensive. Not at all. Simply Floors prices are just as low. In fact, we looked at something that was actually less expensive. Simply Floors was less expensive than the big box? We were floored. (laughs) Funny. We do everything we can to make shopping for flooring and carpet simple. This is Buddy Mitchell with Simply Floors. Our goal is to help you find a beautiful, durable floor that fits your lifestyle and budget, whether it's carpet or hard surface. Our design consultants come to your home with our samples. Our prices are competitive. Check out our website at simplyfloorsinc.com and schedule your in-home consultation. That's simplyfloorsinc.com, where we make buying a floor simple and stress-free. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. You're going to be dealing with speeds down into the teens and 20s. If you're on northbound I-25, anywhere between Ridgegate Parkway and C-470, E-470, traffic is brought to you by Lowe's. Southbound I-25, especially slow through downtown, I-70 down to Spear. I-76 is jammed up with slow traffic from before 88th Avenue to 270. Get an extra 5% off every day with your Lowe's Advantage card. Subject to credit approval and can't be combined with any other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Out of the 23. Both conservative to Royce Freeman, but it works. First down. Touchdown. The Broncos are on the board. 23 yards for the score. Hey, man, nothing against Steve Levy. I think he's a consummate pro. I mean, he's been a pro for years at ESPN. Calls a great game, great voice, doesn't mess up, doesn't write. But, man, I miss Ron Zapolo calling those games, and I still don't understand why they made that move. What? What? Does that change the broadcast? Is that, is that going to attract more viewers? What? What's the point? I don't know. Well, that's why, a good question. Why would you... Why would you change your play-by-play guy? Ron's a local guy who goes to every damn practice, knows the team inside out. Why go national there? 
it wasn't as though Ron went rogue and was super negative last Never. year. I mean, it's not like it was me doing the if broadcast. Anything, he was overly positive. Yeah, actually, and and because Le- Levy was a little negative on Saturday night, he had some comments about you know McKenzie inability to catch the ball last year. I mean, he was pointing out true things, but he was a little negative. The point is, I didn't understand the move. I still don't understand the move. Speaking of all of a sudden being a little negative, am I the only one who's worried that somebody has hacked Mike Kliss's Twitter account? Because what has happened to that guy? Yeah, I liked it. Mike was going ham on I Saturday. I like this version yeah. of Mike Kliss. Yeah. I just am wondering, did anybody see him on Saturday? Like, well, is, is he missing let, and somebody's just running his account? Let's go ahead and tell everybody now, on this Monday morning, 719, we conducted an experiment over the weekend. And we exchanged Twitter accounts. Manchester took over Cliss's. Cliss took over Manchester's. That's what we did. That would be a lot of fun. We did exactly that. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is refreshing. What did he do that got you? Oh, he was fired just, up. he was negative. He, just, he had a few, yeah. His one about the, he went back yesterday, this was his tweet, oh. that he went back and rewatched the first half of the Broncos game and the only good thing was their new mobile ticketing. I was like, wow. <laughs> Well, that, that, honesty, what hey, is going on? Bro, that first quarter, that Broncos first quarter, that ranked up there. There was a game last year that was so god-awful. That first quarter of football at Broncos Stadium at Mile High, if I'm a ticket holder and I'm watching that product, I'm asking for my money back immediately. It was, it was awful. The whole the whole game it was is essentially uh, a No, 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 and I'll tell you when it changed. No, it was a disaster. Did you guys see what Klee wrote yesterday? Yes. He just tore Vance to shreds. He's looking for VJ's job now. This team is going to stink. And if I have to watch 16 games, regular season games, and three more preseason games of that guy fiddling with his headset, he was doing it again on Saturday night. How do we not have this figured out? What are we doing? Well, I'll tell you what I'm doing. We're going to our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. It's Vic's Hot Take. The story of this game, this story of the preseason, is pretty simple to me. Vance Joseph needs to assert himself this year. He promised he would. He says he's a changed man. He's a changed coach. He learned a lot from his first season. An awful season, as it were. Well, let's take a look here. If the Broncos want to go where they haven't gone in nearly three years, they cannot play nor can they coach conservatively. I think we all agree there. They can't. They can't afford to. They can't play it by the book when the game allows them to take a player out. They take a player out because that's what history indicates. They can't do that. If Case Keenum cannot secure a lousy first down, in two straight series, goes three and out in two series to open the preseason. Guess what? Throw them out for another series. Throw them out there for as long as you need them. Leave them in the damn game until they can get a first down. If you can't get a first down, you're not coming off the field. I don't care how much you pay for that position. I don't care that they're starters. I don't care. It's a new offense. It's a new quarterback. It's a new season. Throw them back out there. That's on the coach. That's on the powers that be. It may not even be the coach because we come to find out Von Miller was supposed to play. But the higher ups, as he indicates, told him not to. Who's making the call that Case Keenum is suddenly out of the game after two series? Why? Because that's how we do it? Why? The offense looked awful. It was hard to stomach. 
Throw them back out there. My policy would be, listen, you're new. We're trying to get some confidence in this offense. Go out there until you move the damn ball. That was pathetic. He was mad. Keenum, you could tell on his, he was mad that he did not get the opportunity to play another down. He should be mad. It's a new season. Play like it. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. So my Saturday was uh, fairly interesting. Decided to go down to Rockies, hang out before the game. Bud Black uh, comes out for his media availability. There's about 15 of us standing there. Goes out of his way to give me a little talking to in front of the whole crowd. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. <laughs> hey, Will Peterson, I hear you're a little hard on me. Thanks for coming down. I said, he did that in front of his press conference? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. He made sure people heard him say it. He says, all good. We're good, right? Then I'm walking off the field to leave, and uh, I hear, well, I look up in the stands. I think it's someone in, in BP. No, it's Bud Black running after me. He, we talked again. We talked for a second time on the field. All class, all good. He just wanted some clarification of some of the things that I tweet and some of the things I say about what, him. What, what did you tweet that was upsetting? Uh, I don't know, dude. I've tweeted 46,000 yeah. times. You've tweeted some things that have made me upset. Yeah, uh, we've been over that several times. Uh, point being, the fact that Bud Black is this plugged in to what people in this town are saying is a good thing. Did he that, ask about your softball game? No, he didn't. Okay. He didn't. I told him I could play first for him. The, the fact that Bud Black is this plugged in and then the Rockies come back on Saturday night and Ryan McMahon has a signature win. They get the walk-off walk yesterday. Point of this hot take, my faith in Bud Black has been upped. I think he's the right guy for the job, and I think if they make the playoffs, it'll be because Buddy continues to push all the right buttons down the stretch. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Uh Paxton Lynch wasn't good on Saturday night. Wow. I think that was fairly obvious. Thanks. Uh He wasn't the disaster everyone made him out to be. But to me, it was very telling that all you saw on Twitter was everybody bashing the backup quarterback. Oh, he's terrible. He's, he can't play. Blah, 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 blah. It just made my point that I've been I've been putting out there for two plus years that the guy is treated unfairly. Because you know who was worse? The savior, the $15 million a year savior. Case Keenum was god awful in his two series. The out pattern to Cortland Sutton that he floated into the, basically into the stands, into the, into the sideline, just a terrible pass. Why isn't anybody concerned about how bad Case Keenum was? He was awful on Saturday night. Oh, they should have put him back out there. Oh, it's not that big a deal. Everybody's just making excuses. Wow, it's the first preseason game. They don't really uh they don't really game plan. Uh how did Kirk Cousins look? Nobody is 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 everybody not looking at this and saying the Vikings had Case Keenum and they decided, "Nope, I'd rather go with this guy." Why is nobody looking at that and saying, "Well, that should be a telling sign." The Broncos offense was awful in the first half on Saturday night. And it started with their starting quarterback. That's what everybody should be concerned about. Instead of worrying about whether or not the backup quarterback looked bad, he did. He didn't look good at all. But maybe it's not just because of him, because the first team offense with the $15 million a year quarterback at the helm was even worse. I got an answer for your hot take. Thank you very much, James Manchester Merrillette. Headsets will be thrown today. Uh, the answer is simple. Because the starting quarterback only played two series, and he has a resume and a history to prove that he can play well. The backup quarterback, who you continue to cheerlead, 
No, he's awful. No, I don't cheerlead him. I just say I'd like to give him a fair shake. So for the one thousand okay, and more fair, one time, how much fair do you want? He, he threw a flag on his quarters. Time out. Time out. Time out. So let, let's look at the pick. All right. So he gets decked because they don't even block the guy. So he hits the hot read and hits him right in the freaking was, hands. That wasn't the hot read. Catch the ball. That, that was first of all. That you're you're false. That wasn't the hot read. He sh- she should not be throwing a slant pattern. When they, when they bracket inside, okay, that ball should go to the outside. You're right. It's his fault that the guy dropped the pass. He shouldn't be Austin throwing Austin Trailer it drops the pass. If he catches it, it's, yeah, a, it's a first down. Instead, it's a, it's a okay. interception. Yeah. That's on the quarterback. Okay. All right. All right. So I just want to get to it before we go crazy. Good Lord. You're, you're going to walk away from that game and tell us, tell the city of Denver that we should uh, treat him with kid gloves. No. That he's fine. That. We over-criticize. Dude, I've seen what needs to be seen. It's over. Chad Kelly is your number two quarterback. And if anything, if, if it's anything but that this week, if Paxton Lynch is the number two quarterback, then that's on Elway. He threw, it's on Elway. He threw a pass into the end zone that should have been a touchdown. It was the exact same throw Great. that Trevor Simeon made and Jordan Taylor made an adjustment and got a touchdown last year, and everybody wanted to knight the guy. Mm-hmm. It's the same pass. Just make a, His receiver didn't make a play. Who's your number two quarterback? Paxton Lynch. He is. Yes. You right. You're not watching the same game. We're not watching the same game. Okay, so your starter had a rating of 39.6. We gonna bench him? Because he was freaking awful. We're just not watching the same game. Okay. If you watch Saturday night, and, and I know Chad Kelly threw I mean, it was a one for four for five it. yards. That's a great, that's I get a great it. number. We're not talking about starter. the starter here. Why? That, remove that from your mouth. This is not about the starter. This is about the backup. That's my point. Why are we not talking about the starter? Because he has a track record and a history that proves he can play better. Paxton Lynch does not. Journeyman, he's thirty years old. See, you want to you want to diffuse the conversation by no, bringing the starter into it. I want to talk about the number two quarterback. I'm going to ask you one more time. Fine, based on you, based on change. what you've seen, you think Paxton Lynch is still the number two? Yes, that's pathetic. Okay, that's fine, dude. But he's based a better on, quarterback. Based on what? He's a better quarterback than Chad Kelly. Based on what? Chad based Kelly. On what I watched. Chad Kelly played his very first series ever in NFL football. Yeah, ever. In garbage time, and he looked more comfortable. He looked more great more in garbage personal. time. In garbage time. Okay, so what do you call Paxton Lynch? I want to I, I see Chad Kelly when Vic Beasley's coming at him play after play after play around the turnstile that is Ty Sambrilo. I want to see that. I want to see Chad Kelly play against guys that aren't going to be selling cell phones next Tuesday. I'd like to see that. But whatever. Let's just go ahead and make him the starter. And you just made I'm not, my, ask, I'm not asking you, to make him the starter. You just made my point. You just made my point. Let's let's not talk about the starter. Really? Okay. Welcome to Denver, where the guy they signed for fifteen million dollars a year looked awful, and nobody wants to talk about it. Let's just all. Oh, I know. Just I just let's my, just put our head. In the H W. What was my hot take? It didn't happen. Well, we no, didn't. See it. I'm curious because Manchester's killing me awful. about. What was my hot take, Manchester? What was it? Yeah, it was something about the Broncos and the Case Keenum, and you should have played more. He should have got an opportunity to move. That was. My entire hot take, but you you got your ears plugged no, with packed and lynch I wax, I and you're not hearing me out. It's going to be ugly today. It's going to be ugly on this show. If he if his receivers catch the ball, it's going to get ugly today. Great numbers. If you don't like ugly, turn it to NPR. You got the Vic Lombardi show at 7:29. Uh, Paxton Lynch wasn't good on Saturday night. Case is the starter, but who's the backup? And there's still plenty of other unanswered questions. That's why Altitude 950 is on the case at training camp. We're bringing you the big interviews and the analysis. Stay on the case at training camp with Altitude 950. 
It's not unusual to have every Tom Jones out there trying to sell you low-price siding for your home. And sure, it may be low-priced, but what about the quality of that siding or the quality of the installation? At K&H Home Solutions, they believe in providing their customers with top-quality products, quality installation, all at a fair price. And when it comes to the best siding products, K&H says go with Everlast. Everlast siding won't fade or chip. It doesn't need to be painted, and it's resistant to hail. Plus, it comes with a light lifetime warranty. And during the hot August day sale at KNH, they will save you 35% off Everlast when you purchase a thousand square feet or more. Call today and don't forget that KNH offers outstanding finance options. And hey, they may even sing a little Tom Jones to you. Just go to khwindows.com for all the details. khwindows.com. For windows, siding, doors, and more, KNH Home Solutions has what you're Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower cost and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road in Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Are you in for 90? Enjoy a craft beer and a game courtesy of Odell Brewing Company and the Colorado Rapids. Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach from Edgar Castillo! The Rapids take on Rail Salt Lake in the final leg of the Rocky Mountain Cup on August 25th at 7pm at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at just $29, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. Go to coloradorapids.com. When powerful storms in late June damaged over a 1,000 vehicles at Johnson Auto Plaza, insurance adjusters ordered every vehicle sold, regardless of profit. It was game on. Hi, this is Alan Roach for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza with a hail liquidation update. Since the incredible storms hit, hundreds of hail-damaged vehicles have been sold at Johnson, saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming, hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off, clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side-by-side with many vehicles that have not been repaired with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family is committed to doing what it takes to sell every new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler on their lot regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson's. You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. A couple accidents clearing right now. Three car crash clearing off the left lane of eastbound I-70. This accident just past York. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's. You also have an accident with delay westbound C-470. This crash between Highway 285 and Morrison Road. Get an extra 5% off every day with your Lowe's Advantage card. Subject to credit approval and can't be combined with any other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. The offense looked awful. It was hard to stomach. Throw them back out there. My policy would be, listen, you're new. We're trying to get some confidence in this offense. Go out there until you move the damn ball. That was pathetic. He was mad. Keenum, you could tell on his, he was mad that he did not get the opportunity to play another down. He should be mad. It's a new season. Play like it. Be bold. That That is going to be my theme for the entire Broncos season. Well, you're going to be, be thoroughly bold. disappointed. I know. I was. Here's what everybody else should, everybody should be worried about. Bill Musgrave's offense is awful. It is dink and dunk. They threw one pass. It was the throw into the end zone from Paxton Lynch. One pass past the sticks. In the first half, one. You know, but, I, I I I want to say and I want to agree with you wholeheartedly on that, and I will eventually. But I'd like to say that's more of a preseason deal. You know, well, you never want to show. Look, I know, I get it, I get it, I get it. That's look, why. That's why I want to agree with you on that. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say it's preseason football and they keep it vanilla. And that's that's where I'll leave it. However, okay, but dude, really, I agree. do we really think the Broncos didn't come out and want Case uh, Keenum to shine in his debut? Yes, you're right. Listen, we're going to argue today. That's that's a given because it's Monday after a Broncos loss, and our biggest arguments last year came after Broncos losses, and I get that, but. When you get heated on the show this morning, Manchester, I just want I want you to remember the video I just showed you. Yeah, uh, that'll, okay? that'll make just me smile. smile on your face. Your your biggest arguments last year, Vic. I'm going to correct you. Came after Broncos wins. Why is that? Because he oh, was, because he and Leggy would do their do, victory, victory laps. laps. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Everybody wants to tell me how I'm wrong about these quarterbacks. Okay, who who got it right last year? But mm-hmm. here's the other thing. We saw a varsity quarterback on Saturday night in Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and we saw a JV quarterback in Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. It was plain as day. And anybody, anybody how many who playoff didn't wins, see that? How many playoff wins Kirk Cousins have? HW. Oh, yeah. Okay. Zero. How, how many playoff wins Case Keenum have? I'm just uh, curious, the JV quarterback. At least one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that wasn't just, fluky at all. I'm just curious. Huh? But, but here, the bigger story, guys, is, is what Paul Clee wrote about in his column. Who put up seven this, points in the NFC title game. Team came Who's out there. Hold on. on a flukiest play in playoff history this behind the immaculate reception, came but okay. Out flat under Vance Joseph once again. As Paul notes, mm-hmm. that looked like every game in the eight game losing streak last year. It did. It yeah. was the same, same thing. freaking movie. It was yeah. the same thing. It did. It did look like that's why yeah. I was mad. That's why I thought that the starting offense if if I'm the offensive coordinator and the head coach, and again, that's why I question, how much power does Vance Joseph really have? And I start to question his authority because if Von Miller's warming up ready to play and then he admits on the television broadcast afterwards that he got the call upstairs that he's not playing, who's making that call? Who's, who is coaching this team? Who's well, the coach? Is John Elway the coach or is Vance Joseph the coach? I think it's a very good question. And, uh, look, they made the right decision, but how dysfunctional is this group? When he thinks he's going to play and he doesn't? Ma- they didn't make that decision like, like, exactly. until 645? I Frankly, I don't care Von Miller I'm plays. glad he didn't exactly. play. I don't care. But the fact that he's asking that question 
raising that question and telling us that the, t- the decision came from above? Who's running this team? And even if it was made from above, why didn't John make that decision on Wednesday? Well, uh, but the other name you guys aren't giving enough credit to. Gary could have made that decision. Oh, we, we don't, don't know so who made that of decision. The guy behind the curtain, no Gary Kubiak, like then stand out in front and answer questions. If you, you don't make the, every the, damn decision, you, you know what? You know what? You, you're right. I love Gary. I love Gary. But he's on the field every day. He obviously obviously plays a pivotal role in this team. He needs to talk to the media once in a yeah. while. Instead of play Mr. Anonymous. If you're going to actually yeah. run the show and, yes. and, and pull the strings. Have a role. If he's going to have a role, he's well known. He's the former coach for crying out loud. Sorry. Sorry. Be, be people, accountable. Exactly. People have questions. You need to answer them. Sorry. I totally agree. All right, let me read some of these texts. Let me read some of the texts because we are chock full of them this morning. 30933. 30933. The Altitude Hotline. If you want to call the show, by all means, partake. 303-753-0950. We'll go from uh, the uh, ones that started us out here. Uh, Paxton is playing worse every year. Saturday night, he was playing like it's 2020. Herb Brooks. I, I don't get – can somebody help me out with that? What does that mean? He's playing worse every year, so in uh, 2020, he'd be even um, worse than he is now, I a- guess. Adam Adam writes in, gentlemen, I've got my popcorn ready. Don't let me down. I, I'm just I'm just letting you know, Adam, it's not going to get too crazy today because I showed Manchester a video <laughs> – Every time we get heated, he's going to remember that video. Uh, guys, thanks for talking Rockies before the overhyped, oversaturated uh, Broncos baseball forever. We talked Rockies to start the show. We'll get back to Rockies. Trust me. Uh, two six five five. Brian Greasy, not a fan of Paxton Lynch's. You he's can tell on the broadcast. And he had two uh, comments during the uh, broadcast that were terribly unfair. Tell me, his criticism of the the ball into the end zone was wrong. It was a good throw. The receiver just needs to make a play. I don't it think was, it was a good throw. It was exactly the same throw Trevor made to Jordan Taylor okay. in a previous preseason that turned into a touchdown. All right. And then the the criticism on the screen pass that got knocked down, like. Like, you're supposed to know exactly where the defensive end's hand is. Like, the guy made a play. He knocked it down. What are you supposed to do? But he just acts like, oh, that's totally on Paxton because he doesn't understand arm right. angle. Like, give me a freaking break. Next uh, text, 0283. Hey, man bun. Well, you're getting all kinds of variations with your nickname now. It's no longer just Manchester, which is not even your real name. You're getting a little bit of everything. It's hey, all right. hey, man bun. Remember when Trevor had the same amount of time to throw the ball and had the receivers drop him? Wake up. Oh, Okay, whatever. God, the excuses in this town for people that that uh just can't play is amazing mm-hmm. to me. It's just amazing. To uh six oh one three, man bun, I want to see Kelly playing in those situations. Kelly. Fine, you're that means fixed Lynch it is not number you're gonna, two. You're gonna see it. You're gonna see it. And good luck with that. Chester okay. because a lot of guys who are Mr. Irrelevant in the NFL draft turn into great players. Okay. Let's let's just go ahead and toss the first round pick out the window. Everybody's just gleeful for that. Great. Let's just call him a bust and let's go with the seventh rounder. This is so Denver. God, we love Timmy Tryhard. We mm. just love it in this town. No one to count Nobody. your losses. Just no one to count your losses. Nobody. I think what are saying. It, I think he's telling you you just gotta take the L. Yeah. Take okay. the L move on. Fine. You know what? I, I'll, I can't wait till they get rid of the guy and he goes somewhere where he actually gets some good coaching and he thrives. Well, good because for him. here, because I would Bill Musgrave, show me the, show me what on Bill Musgrave's resume gives us any reason hey, for optimism. Dude, if Johnny Manziel can't get a job in the NFL, Paxton Lynch can't get another job in the NFL. This is his career wrong. Does Bill Musgrave coach both Paxton Lynch and, um, Chad Kelly? Yes, he's the offensive coordinator for the whole Which quarterback looked, looked better Saturday night? Swag. So he was coached by the same guy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just curious. Did, who, did he, uh, did he also, did he also the coach guy. the, uh, the starter? 
Because that group was awful. You're, I agree wholeheartedly. They were worse than Paxton Lynch's group. Is anybody talking about that? Or does anybody yeah. just want to rip Paxton Lynch because that's a, a, a cottage industry in Denver? That's what it's turned into. Uh, if Case Keenum is JV, then Paxton isn't even on the freshman team at this point. That's from Nash. James' love for players that are just bad is weird, writes this texter. Uh, what would be a player who's bad that I love? And I don't, I, I, look, I started by saying Paxton Lynch played terrible. Mm-hmm. He did. I, it, I'm just the one person who will be objective about it as opposed to just watching you're, the game, trying even, to find but examples you're not being of bad objective. plays. He you're made. being, what you, you're being, um, you're being stubborn. No, I'm not. Yeah. You're stubborn because you're married to your argument to the point of exhaustion, to the point where now you know he's not good. You know he's not an NFL quarterback and you're still holding to that. And that's me being, I'm being totally honest. Just I no one to let it go. I am being objective. And I will tell you this, Paxton Lynch has a better chance of being a good NFL quarterback than Chad Kelly does. And people in this town who are on the Chad Kelly bandwagon watch the are game? delusional. What yeah. are you watching? He thrived in the same time that Kyle Sloter did last year. You want to go ahead and turn the keys over to Kyle Sloter? Like, is that what we're going to do? I, 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 I saw Scott Stankavich look good in fourth quarters of preseason games. Uh, the last time I saw, they don't, uh, last time I went down there, he's not on the facade. He was the third stringer behind Elway and Kubiak. Like, I've I've seen this year after year after year after year, but whatever. Let's just go ahead and make it Chad Kelly Day. I'll read this one regarding HW. Texter writes in HW. What's another show without HW dropping a name? You're better than that. But he does tell stories of him and celebrities, doesn't so he? So me and uh, Bud Black the other day we were talking. You know, I was, and then I'm walking off the field and Bud yells at me. I was taking Hickenlooper to his wedding <laughs> and. That's well, good. No, it's good that you and Bud see yeah. uh, Sorry, I, uh, you know, actually boots on the ground went and did some reporting. Uh, three six two nine. So Manchester is always railing on how this town and the media in this town is soft, but then complains when Paxton gets criticized. Ooh, that's a good point. No, I'm criti- I'm critical of the fact that people aren't fair. People went after Paxton Lynch's performance and dismissed Case Keenum's performance. One of them makes fifteen million dollars a year. I think it makes more sense to be hard on that guy. But all we want to talk about is how bad Paxton Lynch was. Okay, you don't think that that's a little bit of a everybody just wants to pick on the guy when that's what everybody's talking about from that game? This isn't a high school. The biggest story is who's the number two quarterback. Yeah, that is that's the, the number story. one question that's the for the story. Denver Broncos. Right? Yeah. No, no. The number one story is that their head coach is inept. The number two story is they went and spent $15 million a year mm. on a JV quarterback. Those should be one and two. Who mm. cares who the backup quarterback is? If they get to the backup quarterback... A disastrous season is even worse. But let's talk about that. Let's talk about every missed throw that Paxton Lynch has. Is anybody talking about the ball that, that Case Keenum airmailed to Cortland Sutton? Is anybody talking about that? The one that, that Joe Woods had a better chance no. of catching on the sideline? Yeah, you're right. Sutton? Yeah, you're right. I should be, we should focus on that. Right. I should focus on a guy who took his team to the playoffs and uh, who won, what, 12 games last year. Let me focus on that guy rather than the guy who has not proven to even be worth okay. his rookie contract. You're right. I should focus on a proven commodity over an unproven one. Well, if you want to talk about proven commodities, you want to go through Bill Musgrave's resume? We'll do that or later. Or am I the only one who bothers to look at this stuff? How's Joe Woods, the rising star? How's his defense look? Remember when it, when that, that great coaching staff was put together last year and one guy, raise your hand if you were uh, questioning that move. Raise your hand. Yeah. It's one of us. Coming up a little later, Broncos beauties. Where's guys Wade who Phillips? played well. Where's Wade Phillips? Broncos today? blah. Guys who did not play well. And Bronco busts. 
guys who should oh, be I think playing. I know who will be on that list. Uh, I've got that list for you. But up next, let's go back to the Rockies. And I'll ask a fundamental question. You can think about it during the break. What game did you watch Saturday night and why? Because I was at home watching both. But I turned to one and stayed on one for most of the time. What game did you watch? The Rockies game or the Bronco- Broncos game? Says a lot about you as a sports fan, to be honest with you. What game did you watch and why? We're back after this. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear Ranch and Home in Loveland. And enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. I weighed 329 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off. 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old. That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well, I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials walk for a decade. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to try. My pants are like falling off. It really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane. Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Enjoy one of the most fan-friendly and state-of-the-art college football venues in America. Colorado State Rams football in Canvas Stadium on the CSU campus. An extraordinary game day experience. Season tickets for seven games are on sale now, including matchups against Arkansas, Wyoming, and Colorado in the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Three-game mini plans are also available, and you pick the games. For tickets and information, call 800-491-RAMS or visit csurams.com slash tickets. You're on your way to the store, then Boom! You're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, Success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. 
Looking for the ultimate guys weekend? Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style action you can handle. Book your best-ever weekend getaway now at Buffalo Thunder. BuffaloThunderResort.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. 225 northbound, an accident coming in. It's reported past Mississippi. Traffic is brought to you by Staples. A crash clearing eastbound I-70 just past York. And there is an accident causing a delay westbound C-470 between 285 and Morrison Road. Staples has everything you need, always in stock and at low prices. Stop by your local Staples today so your small business can take advantage of the back-to-school deals at Staples, the back-to-school specialty store. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic. On altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. He goes Chuck Nasty and Fabius. This ball hit to the opposite field with a foggy way back. And gone! Charlie Blackman goes Chuck Nasty. 3 nothing. Colorado. They needed that out of Chuck. He's been uh, slow afoot of late. Offered some pop yesterday, gave the Rockies a 3 nothing lead, a lead they would blow. Made things interesting. Again, what is this team if not interesting? Because you're up 3 nothing, give it to the bullpen, you think it's over. It's never over with this bullpen, it never is. They were lucky to keep it at 3-3. And they go into the ninth inning, 3-3, load the bases and get the walk-off walk for another win. And now a game and a half out of first, just a half game behind the Dodgers, Rocky season, if anything, guys, is fun, which is why I asked the question before the break. Saturday night viewing, what did you watch? Did you watch primarily the Rockies game or the Broncos game? Because they're on at the same time. Now, I, I watch both, obviously, because this is what I do. Or the Rapids, who had a big win. They had a walk-off in, win in as well. Time. Yes, they did. They had a walk-off win as well at Dix. What did you watch and why? Now, I'm paying closer attention to the end of the Rockies game, clearly. The end of the game was far more interesting than anything the Broncos produced on Saturday night because of the drama and the situation in the NL West. I started with the Broncos game because I wanted to see how new boy Case Keenum looked. Did not look good. He wanted to play more. They didn't give him a chance. I wanted to see as much as I could. But I think both most people on the text line agree. I'll read some of these texts right now. Watch the Rockies game, no doubt about it. I didn't even know about the Broncos score until midnight that night. I wouldn't go that far. Lou says, if you watch the Broncos over the Rockies game, you are a blank. Okay? Again, you can watch both in this day and age. Uh Rockies game. Probably going to be the only team of the two in the playoff hunt this year. That's why I watch the Rockies, says 10-0-0. What did the Denver Post cover on Saturday, on Sunday morning? Did you hear Drew Goodman yesterday? He was so right. Drew Goodman, in fact, I favorited that. Drew Goodman had every reason to say what he said on a broadcast. And this is more indicative of how the Denver Post is run. And it's sad because there's some great writers there. But what the hell are you doing after a walk-off putting the game story on page five of the Denver Post? Page five. Well, it was better than Friday when they had the headline pitching duel in Denver because they did it after five innings. Unbelievable. First game of the series. No your audience, man. Well, maybe they do. No, no, we're not that dumb. 
Don't don't tell me we're that dumb and one-sided in this town where everybody's Broncomania to the point where you'll take a preseason football game, and I get it, some things were done in that game that will give you indication of the season, but that's not more important than the Rockies game. I was, and there not. was more energy it's at 20th not. and Blake than there was at Broncos no, Stadium. it's not. Broncos Stadium seemed lethargic. 20th no. and Blake seemed lit. And, and I get this all the time. I'm sorry, if you watched the entire Broncos game and did not tune into the Rockies, you're not a sports fan, you're just a Broncos fan. I watched the Broncos game and clicked over during commercials to the Rockies. So I'm in that group. Okay, you're more of a Broncos fan and not a sports fan. That's the first game of the year. I wanted to see what was happening. I knew that would be the topic of conversation. So, but did so, you see the McMahon home run live? No. Well, then that, you you missed out. That I was know. awesome. That was yeah. That getting was the over best. there to see yeah. the bottom of the yeah. ninth and see that, that, that happen—that awesome. was cool. Because you you thought they were going to lose, right? Of you said the game's over, right? Yeah. I mean, let's be blunt here. If if Kenley Jansen is in the game, if he's not injured. The Rockies probably lose three of four. Okay. If the Dodgers have their closer in place, they probably lose, but every team's got injuries. Every team's got to deal with injuries and the Rockies took full advantage. So credit to them. The Rockies game by far was the better television. Drama. Well, in hindsight, but they also went into the ninth inning with a big goose egg on the scoreboard and hadn't yes. done anything. So up until the walk off, which was great up until the walk off, that mm-hmm. thing was a snoozer. Yes. 4746, baseball sucks. I'd rather watch competitive cornhole on ESPN. I can't help you then. I mean, the, the guys who, who, listen, I'm not the biggest baseball fan either, but I know when there's good baseball and warranted baseball to watch, and now it's time to watch. Sorry. I've watched more Rockies baseball this year, and I've told you guys, than I ever have in my life. Cause it's a good team. Because it's a damn good team. That's it's, why. It's the most complete team they've ever had. That's why if they don't make the postseason, it's going to be a major disappointment. Major just, it's why we were so angry on Friday before I turned that frown upside down. Yeah, you did a good job with all of our, uh, clips. Let me, uh, let me read this text and, and I'm wondering if other people have the same feelings because I know you're a season ticket holder, correct James? Yeah. Okay. Some, some, some other people are too. And, and this is what Texter wrote into me here. Um, I've been a Broncos season ticket holder. It's been in my family since I was a toddler. I've been paying for them for the last 25 years. Saturday in the first quarter, I honestly started thinking about dumping my tickets. It's just not fun to watch anymore. It's not entertaining. It's not. It's a bad product. The the Broncos right now are a bad team. It's a bad product. And um, it, 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 things begin and end in the NFL with your quarterback. And they don't have a quarterback. I, this whole nonsense, and we've been fed this line for two weeks, and Chris Harris Jr. saying they're going to average 30 points a game. Give me a break. I mean, that is the most hyperbolic statement we've heard out of that place in years. Okay. I'm going to give Case Keenum the benefit of the doubt only because he has a track record. Okay. He didn't just come off the street, some dude that's never won before. He won a playoff game last year. So let me, allow me that. Just let's not argue for a second. Just allow me that. Having said that, how you do not trot that first team offense back on the field and say, get a freaking first down before you leave is beyond me. I don't care. If it's a preseason game, I don't care that there's a risk of injury. I don't care. You've got 70,000 paying customers who are there to be entertained. I get it. It's preseason. Do something with the offense. That was pathetic. Keenum knew it. Afterwards, Keenum even said it to Rod Mackey. I wanted to keep playing. He should have kept playing. Any competitor would have wanted to keep playing. And the head coach, whoever made that decision, and that's the question I have today on this Monday after the Broncos game. Who makes that call? 
Is John Elway, Gary Kubiak, the brain trust upstairs making that call, or is it Vance Joseph? And if it's not Vance Joseph, then, my God, your organization is as dysfunctional as it gets. Yeah, no, it's a very dysfunctional organization. The fact that they went all week telling us Von Miller was going to play, I don't, I'm don't. i glad Von Miller didn't play. He shouldn't have played. We talked about it late last week. Why is he playing in this game? We went through a list of five or six guys who I didn't think should, should suit up on Saturday night. We did that on Friday. Von Miller was the top of that list. But the fact that they didn't make that decision until 15 minutes before the game, he went through warm-ups, he was all ready to go, like they're just dysfunctional. It's well, just a mess. And it, nothing's changed, right? We no. talked about it at the time how John Elway had to sleep on it, right? Sleep on it if he wanted to keep VJ or not. And, and then the, the same team we saw on Saturday was the same VJ-led team we all saw last year. I, I sound like a broken record, but the more I think about it, you're coming off a 5-11 and 11 season, okay? You sucked last year. The team was awful. Yes. Okay. Don't you think you want to trot out your new toy and let him prove to people that, okay, we got something different. Don't you want to let him do something to prove to the fan base well, that this is different? Yes. That's why I'm making the point of everybody says, ah, it's preseason. They just go vanilla. They wanted to come out and have Case Keenum look good, march right down the field, put some points on the board. So if you think they just came out and went, ah, eh, we'll just run our basic stuff and not really try here. You're delusional. That that was the Broncos coming out and trying to shine, and they fell face first into a cow pie, unlike anything else. And nobody wants to talk about it. They just want to talk about Paxton getting the ball tipped and getting it intercepted. Uh, uh, Paxton was awful. Fine, but their first team offense was worse. No, they Paxton were worse. No, Paxton was awful. They were no, he was no. not as bad as Casey. No, he was pa- terrible. Paxton looked like he's he was terrible at the end of his NFL. As, as one of my buddies texted you guys me, are wrong. He wouldn't start at Valor. Oh, come on. That would is, you rather have Johnny Football or Paxton Lynch right now? Paxton Lynch. Would you Johnny rather football. have, all right, would you rather have Trevor Simeon or Paxton Lynch? Paxton Lynch. Well, then you're blind. <laughs> you're, okay. you're not only, okay, I'm, I'd I'm, rather have Kyle Sloter than Paxton Lynch at this point. Six quarterbacks played on Saturday night. He was the sixth best. Let's, on the let's field. name every quarterback in the NFL until Manchester says yes. Let's name every okay. backup quarterback in the NFL. Would you rather have Teddy Bridgewater or Paxton Lynch? Paxton Lynch. All right. Now, how many passes has Teddy Bridgewater thrown in the last two years? I don't, I don't know. The guy's is. playing on a on a, a SpaghettiOs knee. Would you rather have Josh McCown or Paxton Lynch? Josh McCown's like 57 years old. All right, I'll so take you Paxton say, Lynch. I I can't help you. I, he can't be helped. You're touched. You got you got some issues. I'm sorry that I'm fair. I'm sorry. That's my bad. No, fair. Fair is watching the game and having a fair response okay. to his play. That's he, fair. He was six of That's eleven. Fair. Should have had a touchdown if a guy makes a play, and then if Austin Trailer catches the ball, he if, doesn't throw an interception. If, that's a yeah. lot of ifs, man. If, if, if that's the if, tricky if, part. If, I throw if Case ball, Keenum has time, he'll throw the pass and make it that time out. If give me a if I throw a ball, Balderdash. If I throw a ball and it hits you in the hands and it flies off your hands and gets intercepted, whose fault is that? Yours or mine? It's Paxton Lynch's. Okay. It's eight o'clock, top of the hour. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids are in the City of Angels to take on the Galaxy. Kickoff is at 830 with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. 
I mean, I, I respect coach's decision, you know. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm always ready to play. I mean, um, I definitely want to play. I, I don't ever want to, you know, take myself out of the game. But, uh, uh, you know, I respected what they, what they wanted. I, for one, do not respect coach's decision, whoever made that decision. It's one thing if your offense showed me something. They showed nobody anything. You leave Case Keenum out there until the offense moves the ball. End of story. I don't care if it's a practice game. It's a new team. It's a new season. It's a new attitude. Show me something. Wait, you're being inconsistent because in one regard you're telling me it doesn't matter. It's a preseason. And then you're telling me it matters and you got to stay out there until you move the ball. Which is it? It matters for Case Keenum in the offense. It does. Okay. The outcome doesn't matter. The outcome doesn't matter at all. Who so cares? Then my hot take is accurate. We should be focusing on the fact that the first team offense was dreadful. Yes. Dreadful. But we've acknowledged that already. It's I a mean, much I, bigger I, concern I, no, than whether or not Paxton Lynch looked good. Oh, or that bad. ship has sailed though. See, but the, the difference between your take and everybody else in this world is that ship sailed. It's gone. We're done arguing that. You're still arguing, but it's, it's not even an argument anymore. It's it just again, talk to a normal human being. Paxton Lynch is not the number two quarterback, nor should he be. People are delusional. I don't know what, read, they don't know what they're talking let me about. Read they don't some know of what this. they're watching. All right, they I don't. came up. I came up with a list, and tell me if you guys agree or disagree. All right, we'll get back to more Rockies talk, and plus, I want to give my uh, two cents on Tiger Woods and the PGA, and um, of course, Brooks Kepka wearing the uh, mediums. I'm you getting tweets. Oh, it was his first game. Okay, it was Keenum's first game as a Bronco. How many games has Kirk Cousins played for the Vikings? Because he looked pretty damn good. All right, he here we go. Managed to shine in his first game. I have my list. Three different car- categories here. Uh, from what I saw in the first game, Broncos beauties. Broncos buttes. Does that sound better? Broncos buttes. Okay. This I, is what I noticed. Beauties. Um, one Broncos butte. Despite the fact he threw an interception, I think we can all agree on this one. As uh, Brian Greasy broke down the first touchdown pass he threw, it was a progression read. He saw that the guy across the middle was covered, so he just waited for the tight end to shake loose. And boom, Matt Lacoste scores a touchdown. It's the kind of progression read that Paxton Lynch does not, cannot make. That's it. There Would you, you say Swag was the MVP on Saturday? Um, I've got more. Okay. But it's the kind of read... And it's the kind player. of instinct, it's the kind of instinct quarterback play that your guy just can't make. You if, just can't make it. If you think when you're playing against guys who aren't going to be selling that's cell fine. phones in that's two fine. weeks, you're going to have players I don't care that if he's play, open, I don't care if fine. he's playing against the Guardian Angels sixth grade team. Read a defense. Read. Learn how to read. Okay. So here's the thing. And again, we're basically saying Paxton Lynch is stupid without no, really saying no, it. No, not at all. Find you me just the can't play. read the defense. Find me the play where Paxton Lynch had a guy that opened and missed him. Okay, so if, if, if you can't. Oh, I'll find you the play. Then we're, oh, yeah. we're being Greasy, unfairly Greasy critical. Had, remember, Greasy pointed it out. We had that same, that same tight end, Lacoste, was wide open over the middle. And what did Paxton do? Put his head down and ran to the left side. Wide open. What he likes to do in practice a lot, too. Over yeah. the middle. Wide open. I mean, there was no one within okay, 10 yards. So he was, he had a guy wide open wide and he open. had time to make the throw and he didn't do it. That's exactly. what you're telling me. Yes. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Am I? We'll, we'll find the play, but that's not what happened. I, I'm not wrong at all. The guy I, was under siege the entire game. No, the, he was wide open. He just chose to look, put his head down and run. Dude, you're, you're, you're so stubborn with the argument not, that you won't open your eyes. I'm okay, not, another Broncos beauty. I could have made that throw, but Great. let's go ahead and clear a spot between John Lynch and Jason Elam on the facade for Chad Kelly. Another Broncos beauty in that game is Isaiah McKenzie, and I'm rooting for Isaiah McKenzie to make this team, and I hope he comes back from that disastrous season of a year ago. He was awful last year. A lot of people would have cut him off. Uh, most teams would have cut him, shaken him loose. I think McKenzie is the exciting player on that special team, the kind of player you need to have on a team. I, I like him. 
And I like what he did. If you can hold on to the ball, doesn't muff punts, he has a spot on this roster. I was happy to see him uh, have his big moment. I'm still not sure right. I trust him back there. But Me neither. It was cool to see him bounce back because when when somebody's taking that yes. much criticism, yes, um, it'll be like when Paxton has his big game. I'm not sure I trust him either, but you know what? I trust him enough to play. Uh, the last Broncos butte that I noticed from Saturday night, Royce Rolls, or Rolls Royce, Royce Freeman, yeah. who uh, made a nice move to score that touchdown. You saw him put it in another gear as the safety approached him, and he sort of shook him. And uh, ran it to the right side. I like Royce Freeman. I like what he did. It was a great job of running the read option too, because mm. the quarterback made the right decision there. All right, is anybody talking about that? Uh, Bronco blah. Th- this is the mm. blah that I noticed from that game. Okay, not necessarily bad, but just show me more. Case Keenum, show me more. I need to see more. Um, didn't show me enough. Bradley Chubb, I thought was blah. He got blocked one on one on that gashing run by Murray. That one twenty-one yards down the right side. Yeah, it was a one-on-one. Block. A tight end was blocking him. This is Bradley Chubb. This is your first pick in the first round, five overall, and he's getting he's getting blocked one-on-one. He looked very average. Very. And someone said on the broadcast, I can't remember if it was Levy or Greasy, but it was he's got to understand he's got to defend the run because that same yeah. thing happened to Shane Ray when he was the first round pick. I was like, he's such a good pass rusher. Well, we found out he couldn't defend the run. Yeah. Uh, Isaac Yadam looked like a rookie. They picked on him. Yeah, another guy like who we've heard for two weeks how great um, he is. And, and the old line, I, I, I still don't see, I, I don't see improvement there. I, it just looks like the same old line. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Have I seen enough? I don't know if I've seen enough. I just, eh. It's the tell same me thing. if you've heard this before. They had third and one, ran the ball, and wound up having to punt. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we seen that in yes. the last two years? All right, Bronco busts. I think you know where I'm going here. Uh. I'm sorry, man, and and I hope the kid, listen, I will eat my words like I will eat this microphone. I will eat this freaking microphone whole, the same microphone that has all these ridiculous breath marks on it and smells like, you know, smells terrible. I will eat it if this guy proves me wrong. I never root against people. I don't. I hope for the best. I honestly do hope for the best, and I hope Paxton Lynch can rebound from this miserable start and be a great quarterback in this league. It's not going to happen. He cannot read an NFL defense. He looks like C-3PO out there in a helmet. He looks like he's analyzing everything. So he just can't get it done. It was a bad situation from the get-go. Just, just cut your bait. Cut it now and get it over with. Because now, now it's a distraction. It's gone from somebody who you want to give a chance to, give him a chance. Now it's a distraction on the team. Why is John Elway continuing to go down this path if the kid can't play? Pride. Why is he not prideful on any other player he drafts? Quarterbacks are different. It was his when you only move up in the first, first round. It was his only one he's ever yeah. taken in the first They're round. Different. That was a QB. It's different. I mean, he also drafted Chad Kelly, so it's he different. gets to say, "Look how I found this guy." Now it's look different. how I found Trevor Simeon. If you Why? don't acknowledge, up, it's different. Though, man. That it's was different. the other thing. It wasn't just their normal. He traded up to get Shane Ray. Yeah. He has no problem admitting different. that was a mistake. Okay, then show the same Collins and do the same thing with your quarterback. No, maybe Shane the, Ray's been twice the player that Paxton Lynch has been. Maybe it's this. Maybe John Elway knows the kid can play. Maybe. Okay. Shane, Shane Ray was an actual part of the Super Bowl 50 defense. Like, he was a player on that team. He had some signature moments that year. Paxton Lynch has cried on the sideline. That's all he's done. By the way, I've had several texters wow. now. Okay. 2655. Vic, you're right. Brian Greasy made a point to show how Paxton didn't see the wide open tight end across the middle. He tucked and ran downfield. Hey, whoever sent that text, there are several. Give me the exact play so I can show Manchester. He was under siege. He was having, he was to, not he was under having siege. to scramble. If under siege means there's not a guy within eight feet of you, that's under siege. Okay. 
What's the signature play Paxton Lynch has made in his tenure with the Broncos? I can't think of one off the top of my head. How many games and has we're Chad down here three. How many regular season games has Chad Kelly won? On Guess the, what? On Guess the road. He, that was his first foray into the NFL, yeah. and he looked like twice the quarterback. On the road. How many How many times has Chad Kelly won a game? You know what? Because Last, Paxton Lynch has. How many throws downfield did Paxton make that actually looked like NFL throws and compared to Kelly? Technically, he won two because he came in early in the game in Tampa and won that game when it got delayed be, yeah. via the uh, thunderstorm. But uh, no, let's, not, let's not talk about any of those. Let's just talk about... The one or two mistakes he makes. Okay. 4305, Chubb was in on some good run stuffing plays on the goal line stuff. Second down, he had a better showing before he was taken out. I do agree with you there. He had that uh, tackle on uh, the running back where he and Arian Stewart both uh, comboed the guy to stop him short of the goal line. But, you know, I just I pointed out that first play where he was blocked one-on-one by a tight end. That can't happen. If you're Bradley Chubb and a tight end is blocking you and is effective blocking you and the running back goes right by you, that cannot happen. You're too good, too big. Cannot happen. Uh, Raj says, when Paxton is not seeing open secondary receivers, no amount of coaching can fix that. None. It's over for him. Uh, how about you guys talk about the fact that they don't have a legit running back or tight end? You haven't discussed that yet. Uh, ah. Royce Freeman looked pretty good. Jake Butt was a total non-factor. You know, Philip Lindsay looked good. He did. Philip Lindsay looked really good. Looked quick. Had a burst. Yeah, I don't know why he didn't make your Broncos beauties. I forgot. He was on there. He was really good. Didn't read him. Not everybody can make the Broncos buttes. That's true. It takes a lot. It's a very select list. Very select. Coming up next, our Power 5 question of the day, and a little bit later at 8.30, Nikki Javala, who covered the Broncos game at the Broncos Stadium at Mile High. She's with The Athletic. What? It's such a ridiculous name. I know. Is that really what what did I call it the other day? Broncos Field at Mile High? Can we just call it Mile High Stadium? Can we just make an executive decision on this show and just call it Mile High Stadium? Yes. Okay. I'm with you on that. All right. I'm with you. Mile High Stadium. Did, Did you see they, Mile High? they stretched the banner out so it looked a little better? Did they really? Yeah, because remember when it first got yeah. up there, it was kind of wrinkly, you know, sometimes. They still don't. What, like they it. ironed it? Yeah, they ironed it. Somebody <laughs> up there with irons? It looks yeah. better now. Coming up next, our Power Five. I like this topic. The best interviewer on television. Because I saw one yesterday that was pretty darn good. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. The Avalanche and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Many of us were professional managers on Twitter. In these divisive times, there's one thing that we might have in common. Most of us have been impacted by HIV and AIDS. And that's why you should mark your calendars for AIDS Walk at Cheeseman Park on Saturday, August 18th. The 5K walk run starts at 830. There'll be vendor booths, food trucks, and tons of entertainment. AIDS Walk Colorado is the oldest one-day fundraising and awareness event in the Rocky Mountain region. For more info and to sign up, visit AIDSWalkColorado.org. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. So I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. 
when you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible, but since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up, and the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. A lot of people think that it takes two to make a thing go right, but K&H Home Solutions knows that really three is the best. <clears throat> three as in triple pane glass is better than two panes of glass to get the most energy efficient windows. And because K&H loves their customers, they worked it out with Sunrise Windows to bring back their free glass upgrade offer. So all you have to do is buy at least five Sunrise V-Class windows, but then you get a free upgrade to triple pane glass. You, KH Home Solutions, and Sunrise V Class Windows. That's the three that really is best. Call KH for all the details and be sure to ask them about their incredible financing options, okay? Just go to khwindows.com. khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and more, KH Home Solutions has what you're is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. He is a leader. He is a winner. He's a modern-day Will Rogers. Coach Lou Holtz is a special guest at this year's anniversary gala to benefit Father Woody's Haven of Hope. 20 years ago, Father Woody's Haven of Hope opened its doors to shelter and care for the homeless and less fortunate. To help continue their mission, join us for an evening of cocktails, dinner, silent auction, and the wit and wisdom of Coach Lou Holtz. Saturday, September 22nd at the Hyatt Regency. For individual and group tickets, visit frwoodyshavenofhope.org. The Altitude 950 traffic update. C470 slowing westbound 285 to Morrison Road eastbound between Kipling and Platte Canyon and between University and Yosemite. You're seeing stop and go traffic. This traffic report is brought to you by Staples. Watch for activity with a crash clearing eastbound I-76. The accident passed Pecos. Staples has everything you need, always in stock and at low prices. Stop by your local Staples today so your small business can take advantage of the back-to-school deals at Staples, the back-to-school specialty store. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. He's blasted. Couldn't walk for four months. Look at the time for Kelly. Has a man wide open. It's Matt Lacoste. And he can walk all along into the end zone for the touchdown. Chad Kelly, 36 yards to Matt Lacoste for the score. The same Matt Lacoste that was wide open over the middle of the field. Baxter Lynch missed him earlier in the game. And Manchester still contends he was under, what was the word you used? Siege? Under siege. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking of Rambo. 
First blood. He was under siege. Uh, he was he was pressured all night long. This offensive line is mm. not good. By the way, did Case Keenum miss anybody wide open, or are we just going to go ahead and overlook his two three and outs? You know how you uh, love on Kirk Cousins for what he did, and rightfully so, because Kirk Cousins looked good. But somebody just mentioned Cousins walked into an NFC into an NFC playoff game, a team I should say that was one game away from the Super Bowl, a stacked team. Case walked into a dumpster fire. Oh, now it's his surroundings. I'm just okay. Just telling you what what people are saying. Telling you what they're saying. Reading for you. Peyton Manning took over a team that, if not for six miracle wins, would have been a four and twelve team, and he managed to be pretty good right away. All right, that leads to, to a Denver. quick question: Was the football team that Peyton Manning adopted that came into his ownership was that better than the team that Case Keenum adopted? No, they weren't. It's debatable. That team went eight and eight. And it's debatable. They, the four or five of those wins under Tebow mm-hmm. were miracles. Okay. That team was basically a four and 12 team. Let's go. It's 817, our power five question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the power five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Again, Tiger Woods wins the, uh, he wins the PGA championship without actually winning it. Guy finishes second, but everybody's talking about Tiger Woods. Brooks Kepka won the actual Wanamaker trophy. It was Tiger who stole the show, though. And you're right. He didn't even play that well. Front nine, he didn't hit a single fairway. His driver was everywhere. He was 0 for 7 hitting fairways on the front nine. And still comes within a stroke of winning the PGA. So all of us, me included, and I'm thankful that I'm wrong because he brings something to the, to the golf that nobody else can. I'm thankful that I'm wrong when I said Tiger Woods would never win another tournament. He will. He'll win another major tournament. Yeah, he will. I, I think it's it's pretty clear that he's back. Our Power 5 question of the day, though, is simple. Best interviewer on television. And I have a couple I want to mention. I, I, first off, and the reason this comes up, is Tiger was interviewed after the PGA by Amanda Bellionis. I believe that's how you pronounce her, her name. She is the uh, sideline reporter, the post-round reporter for CBS Sports. And I thought she was very good at this line of questioning with Tiger Woods. It's not easy when a guy walks off. You never know what kind of mood they're in. Listen to the interview. A Sunday in contention we haven't seen from you in a while. How proud are you of your performance? I played hard. I, um, <clears throat> a bit of a struggle with my, with my game today. I was hanging in there, just grinding it out and trying to make as many birdies as possible. This, uh, this golf course was giving it up. And uh, I made a little bit of a run, and it uh, looks like I'm going to come up uh, you know, a couple shots short. You didn't find your first fairway until the 10th hole. What were you fighting off the tee all day? Well, I had a hard time just with my warm-up. I was hitting it left, I was hitting it right, and I just had to pick a side. If I wanted to miss it way right, I'm going to miss it way left. So uh, it was it was a struggle until I found a little bit of something on the back nine. Um, I was just hanging in with, you know, with my, with my mind, basically, and uh, it, it kind of got me through. Within the last year, you've gone from not knowing if you would ever play again to now being in contention in the last two majors. What kind of perspective can you take from this, considering these are the loudest crowds many of us have ever heard? I, you know, these uh, the, these fans were so positive all week. Um, I can't I can't thank them enough uh, for what they what they were saying out there and what, what it meant to me as uh, as a player and. Um, just coming back and trying to trying to win win a major championship again, and uh, I've I was in contention last two major championships, and I would never have foreseen that you know a year ago, and um, just so thankful to be here. 
You have a lot coming up. Playoffs, Ryder Cup. Do you feel like you've done enough now to be on this Ryder Cup team? And how badly do you want that? I do want to be on the team uh, as a player. Yeah. I'm going to be there either way. Right. And, uh, you know, our, our captain has uh, some decisions to make uh, after, you know, first couple of playoff events. And we'll, we'll all sit down and give him, you know, our, our input and what we think and who should be on the team and um, who can con- contribute to the team. And, uh, you know, hopefully my, my name will be part of that process. All right. It was fun to watch. Good luck in the playoffs. First off, Tiger Woods is a lock for the Ryder Cup team, and if he doesn't make the Ryder Cup team, they should just destroy the trophy right now. He's on the Ryder Cup team, trust me. Secondly, that's Amanda Balionis from CBS Sports with the Q&A there. Uh, very simple, very to the point, great line of questioning. Uh, she hit on everything I was wondering after Tiger walked off that 18th green. He was the story, guys. If you watched the crowd yesterday... It was 99% Tiger Woods. Almost felt bad for Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka won his third major championship. Think about that. Third major. And everyone's talking about Tiger today. So the Power 5 question of the day. Best interviewer in television or radio sports. Who is it? Are we talking like post-game sideline? Whatever you want. Like a sit-down. Like Joe Buck's sit-down show on Audition or whatever that Mm -hmm. network is. Is really, really good. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't have to be sports, too. Can't we open this to anything and everything? No. I want to make it sports. Because oh. otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, it gets ugly. But you're not, a, you're not a fan of... No, I don't I don't care about anything but sports. I don't want to talk about Fortnite. Don Lemon? No, I don't care. <laughs> only, only sports. All right. I don't well, care about the wilderness or nature. Some of them rolling in here. Uh, John in North Denver says the best interviewer on TV is Sergio Dip, and it's not even close. <laughs> That is good. Uh, for, Having the yeah. time of his life. Oh, uh, I think the best right now, the best is Doris Burke. Yeah, she's very, very After good. After an NBA Finals, when she just goes one by one, she knows what to ask, how to ask. She's very good. She's the GOAT right I, now. I think Tracy Wolfson is pretty good. Yes. Uh, I think Aaron Andrews is good. Yes. Um, you know who else is a very good interviewer? And he does it a lot after because ESPN carries a lot of games, goes right into a show. Scott Van Pelt. Is yeah, he's really very, good. very good. Knows the tone of the subject matter. And, and let me, some behind the scenes stuff. When Scott Van Pelt is interviewing guys, it's usually via satellite. And it's a lot harder to interview a subject on satellite because there's a bit of a delay. You're never really comfortable. You don't know if they can hear you all the way. It's, it's hard. And he makes it look easy. So Scott Van Pelt is easily in my top three. I think you're on the list when you interviewed Sting, called him Mr. Sting. Or when I interviewed Bud Black and called him Buddy Bell. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Swedish, think, Swedish Aaron says I'd have to go with our own LG Red. She's great at asking questions to break, break cliche answers and gets real moments from everyone she interviews. All of our people are good. Um, I'll say this. The best of all time. The, the best interviewer of all time, and it's not even close. He made a show of it. Roy Firestone. Oh, he was good. Do you remember Roy Firestone, or is he before your time? Before my time. On Mazda's sports look. Roy Firestone good show. could do with an, he played it like a violin. Yeah. Did he not? He got these guys to get emotional when they weren't. He could make you cry. He's as good. Yeah. They made a movie about it. Well, wasn't, isn't it a scene in Jerry Maguire? Yes, it is. And Tim Very much like, so. you're not going to make me cry, and Roy. He did. That's Roy. You've seen Jerry Maguire, HW. Of course. Okay. That's the, that's, that's, that's Roy Firestone. Okay. Best of all time. He's the sports version of Barbara Walters. Yes. Jim Nance. Is in the conversation. He's more of a play-by-play guy. No, but he does them after like the Super Bowls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's awkward. 
like when he does the the green jacket thing and the whatever butler cabin. So it's just so awkward. You know, I thought he was good after Super Bowl Fifty, didn't you? I don't remember. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you more intoxicated after fifty or forty eight? Uh, well, fifty, fifty. I'm more of a celebrator than a drown my sorrows kind of guy. Gosh, you remember me after forty eight? <laughs> yes, I do, which is why I can answer the question because I remember H you W. Know, I got to give uh, I got to give Spilly some props in terms of uh, late game uh, interviews. In uh, last two days, he's been Spilly. The pun, he's been hit with Gatorade or Powerade. They spill it right over his head. And the first night they did that, Saturday night, the microphone went out. And yesterday when the walk-off occurred and he's interviewing Ionetta, they did the same thing, and he held the microphone out so he wouldn't get the water on it. Yeah, he knew so it was coming. Veteran move there by Spilly. Well have you, done. Have you ever gotten dumped on? I've gotten dumped. No, like Gatorade in a post-game interview. Uh, when the Rockies made that run in 07, mm-hmm. that champagne bath, everybody oh, yeah. got hit with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what's that's what's cool about baseball. They know how to celebrate. You know what I'm saying? Baseball knows how to celebrate. Well, they celebrate it everything. It takes it to another. They, after every championship series, after every playoff yeah. series, they go in with the champagne. But they really do know how to celebrate in that sport. Now, babe, can you imagine a football team going that crazy after winning a wild card game? It would, we would think, what are they doing? That's what they do in baseball. Every every round, they're celebrating like they just won it all. And Jacksonville beats Buffalo. <laughs> right. Right. Falls I'll, out. I'll give you an example. And this is nothing against um, my guy Gary Harris and the Nuggets, because this is how basketball works. So Gary Harris hits that game winner to beat OKC. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And he just runs off the court. And that's it. Everybody's jumping up and down. That happened in a baseball game. There'd be Gatorade all oh, over yeah. the floor. Oh, yeah. Be guys stripping. Be Big crazy. celebrations. Did you see the way the Cubs celebrated that walk-off by the kid from Longmont? The Grand Slam. Wow. So they're down to their last at-bat, HW, if you missed it. Kid goes yard. They're down, what, what was it, 3 nothing? 3 nothing. yeah. To the Nats? David Bote, I believe is his name. He goes yard with a Grand Salami in a walk-off home run. And they start stripping off his jersey as he crosses home plate. They know how to celebrate in baseball. That's the one thing they do better than most. Okay, coming up now, uh, Nikki Javala from The Athletic. She covered the Broncos game at Mile High. We'll ask her what she thought about Paxton Lynch. And a little bit later, i got to get the national observation of one number 12. So it's beyond us, because locally we get a little irrational at times. I'm going to tell you what the rest of the country thinks about his play. Excellent soundbite coming up from a former NFL quarterback who watched him play Saturday night. And pretty much says he's done. See what you think about that. Okay. 827, you got the Vic Lombardi Show. It's go time at training camp, and the heat is on. The scrutiny is intense. How tired are you, man? That's the first play of practice. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh yeah, the drama. It's training camp. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best 
service and fastest closings. Plus, you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. And I'd call that a big win, and you will too. So when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership, choose American Financing. They have your best interests in mind, and there are never any upfront fees. Call 303-695-7000, or go online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you feeling the aches and pains of growing older? Do your knees and back ache? Well, my friends, I've got a solution for you, and it is the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Listen, after my 10-year NFL career, I had plenty of aches and pains that I just needed fixed if I was going to live a happy life. And one of the ways I did so while avoiding surgery was through stem cell therapy. I had stem cells placed in my knee, and I was, in fact, able to continue to play in the NFL for one more year. The Center for Spine and Orthopedics offers the best in stem cell therapy. They are an independent physician-owned office that has MRI on the premises. That means lower cost and less time. And if you need something beyond stem cells, they have over 40 years of collective experience with knee, elbow, back, and neck surgeons who can help you live pain-free. So give my friends a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people for a reason. We champion people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs. Thanks, 811, for keeping me safe while I planted a new garden. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Preseason game number one is in the books. The Broncos fall to the Minnesota Vikings 42-28 on Saturday night. New quarterback Case Keenum talked about the first team offense struggling in game one. You know, that uh, it's, it's kind of the nature of... of um 
you know, NFL football, especially at this level, especially against a really good defense, you can't, uh, you know, you can't have negative plays, can't have penalties. Um, you know, those things set you back. And, um, you know, we just, we never got into a rhythm today. Never, never got that first, first down and got going. Um, and yeah, definitely, definitely left me wanting more. Um, I'm sure it's how a lot of people felt. This update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. Altitude 950 traffic update. Slow traffic lingering around southbound I-25 through downtown. There's a three-car accident clearing southbound I-25 on the exit ramp to 84th Avenue. This traffic report is brought to you by La Quinta Inns and Suites. Other than that, your drive on I-76 slowing heavy traffic on the ramp to southbound I-25. Planning a summer getaway or business trip with La Quinta's renovated lobbies and room makeovers? You win either way. Book now at LQ.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. The Denver Broncos quarterbacks because Case Keenum, he wasn't great. But, David, when you take a look at Paxton Lynch and Chad Kelly, they're fighting for that backup role right now. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's a battle, right? It is. But I, I honestly I didn't really see much of a competition because okay. Chad Kelly, when he came in, gave life to the team. Uh, 104 quarterback rating to Paxton's 22. Paxton's got all the talent in the world. You hear him talking about it in the broadcast. I mean, he's he's a talented player, got a big arm, but at some point you got to learn anticipation, touch, feel, how to play the game. I mean, talent leads so far. Um, that is David Carr, older brother of... Raiders quarterback Derek Carr, David now working for NFL Network, he has seen what needs to be seen. He's seen enough. And I use his words there. Chad Kelly brought life to the team. And that's what a quarterback is paid to do, bring life. Things are working. He livened things up. Let's go to the hotline and welcome in Nikki Javala from the uh, from the Athletic, who covers the Broncos on a daily basis. Nikki, if you were a betting woman, how soon before the Broncos bring in a veteran quarterback as their number two? I would imagine pretty soon. Um, you know, I, they could wait another week, but I, I think after Saturday it's pretty clear that they're going to need one. Um, Paxton Lynch clearly isn't ready. Chad Kelly, um, you know, like like David Carr said, he, he brought life to, to the team, but he was going against third stringers, and that was his first game, and, you know, nearly... 650 days, um, he was counting, actually. So, I don't know that he's ready. Um, you know, you run the risk of, you know, losing him if you put him on the practice squad, and there's a whole other decision to make there, but they need a veteran backup to spell case team. I, you know, we all got a glimpse of what that O-line looks like, and they're going to need some reinforcement. So, I, I would imagine quickly, I could be totally wrong on this, it's not based on, you know, um, what anybody has told me directly, it's just, you know, we all see what, you know, happened out there. And this is kind of what we've been seeing in training camp over the last three years. Listen, Nikki, I, I don't want to pile on number 12, okay? I, I really hope the best for him. But I was just telling Manchester during the break, I think in this situation, what's necessary for both sides, a change of scenery helps everybody here, okay? It helps Paxton because every time he gets under huddle, every time he's seen in this town, every time he plays for the Broncos, there's just a, this, this cloud of negativity, and it's hard to battle back from that. So I think, you know, you send him somewhere else, and he gets a fresh start. The Broncos get a fresh start. You just remove the distraction. I, I really do. I hope he ends up being a starting quarterback in this league. It's just not going to happen here. 
Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's nothing. He he's a very nice kid. There's nothing bad about him, and I, you know, I I kind of dislike this this vitriol that this has become as if it's a personal attack. It's ridiculous. It's you know he's just not right to be the starting quarterback in Denver. I agree with you completely. And, and it's a little bit like Trevor, though. I think Trevor was much more equipped uh, as a quarterback in the sense that um, he he had the study habits. He he knew the playbook in and out. Um, he, he played hurt for much of his time here. Um, but, you know, a change of scenery in Minnesota, he played quite well last night, uh, Saturday night. So it, it could be the same for Paxton. Um, it, it's just not working out here. All right, well, here's my question then. Who ultimately will make that decision? When the depth chart is released later, what, tomorrow, I think it's coming out for the Chicago game. If Paxton Lynch is still listed number two ahead of Chad Kelly, which yeah. may be useless anyway if they're bringing a veteran, but if Paxton is still listed as number two, is that John Elway doing the talking, or is it Vance Joseph? I, I think with the, like bringing in a veteran, I would imagine it would be a collaborative effort between Elway and Vance. But I wouldn't put too much emphasis on the depth chart. I don't think they're going to reshuffle it you know, every week or so. I, I, I kind of think that is just – it's there for the sake of being there. Okay. It doesn't really mean much. Um, even if they give Chad Kelly number two reps, it doesn't mean he's going to be the backup quarterback. You know what I mean? So they they have to bring in somebody, regardless of what that depth chart says, regardless of who gets what reps behind Case Keenum. Um, and and when they decide to bring in somebody, um, I would it would be a joint decision between Vance and, and John Elway and the rest of the coaching staff. Well, I, I guess I'm wondering if if they're going to cut bait with Paxton, it comes down to Elway, though. I mean, he's got a – it's a pride thing at some point. It's just not yeah, working yeah, out. Yeah. You know, you just just get it over with. I mean, why would you wait? Yeah. The longer you wait, the more the the distraction here. Well, that's that's my view. I, I don't know that that's, you know, his view. Um, so and, – and it's not just Paxton. Um, you look over the last two years, there are a number of players he could, you know, realistically cut ties with. And then you run into the question of, all right, well, how many of these guys do we want to just let go? Um, because you're going to have a number of roster holes to fill in the coming years. And then there is that, you know, kind of the pride side of it is you drafted these guys and now you're saying that you don't need them. Um, so yeah, it's a hard decision. I mean, it's, you know, I, I think it's very easy for us on the outside to say, come on, just, you know, move on. It's time. It's ridiculous. But I, I don't think it's that easy um, when you're on the inside. And then there's also the financial component. I mean, he does have a, a dead cap charge, and it's, it's not huge. It's, I think it's close to like three million. I want to say, um, but it is. You know, there there is some money attached to it, um, as well as the other players. So, um, yeah, I, there's a lot that goes into it, but. I, I think at some point you're just going to have to pull the band-aid off. You know, I don't know if I buy that uh, cap hit stuff anymore. It wasn't in Miami who uh, released Sue and his cap hit was just enormous. I mean, teams can yeah. get around the cap hits. I, I Sometimes I think it's just a fake number that's thrown out there as far as I'm concerned. They can manipulate the cap to their liking. Just make the well, move when you got to make it. I, I think to John always to credit, he's always had one of the lowest um, dead money. Uh, values with yeah, them. but you don't get an award for that. You don't that. want to carry around debt. I get it, but you don't get a trophy. Nobody care. I mean, fans don't care about that. They care about winning. They that's true, but they also care when they don't. They're not able to get the guys they want in the future, and that's where the dead money comes into play because that counts against your cap. 
Um, but like you said, if you dislike a guy enough, you'll just cut him. And that's all there is to it. Um, we've seen it time and again, rightfully and wrongfully. I think some of those moves are just kind of um, in haste. But I think in this case, you know, that it's a relatively small number, too. I think you would move on from it if you feel you're ready to move on from it. I mean, there's another one like Manila Watson. He has a much higher um, dead cat value. Um, Nikki, he could very well be gone too. Nikki, you were on the money. His dead cap is uh, three point one eight million dollars, mm-hmm. so right, yeah. right around three they million could, bucks. They could live with that. Here, here's my question. They could live with that. It, it, and I'm I don't think about the others too. Paxton Lynch did not look good on Saturday. That's not a revelation on my part. No. But I thought Case Keenum was worse. Why aren't people more concerned about the fifteen million dollar man? They were incompetent uh, when their first team offense was on the field. I thought the offensive line was bad. Um, and Ron Leary wasn't in there. Um, maybe that would have made a difference, but that offensive line, he was under pressure a lot. I mean, the whole point of bringing Case Keenum in was to kind of replicate sort of what he had in Minnesota, right? So he could have a similar type of season if, if not better. But that offensive line is not there. I mean, they couldn't get anything done. Um, it wasn't just on them, obviously, but that was one of the biggest things I noticed. Um, and it was only two series. I would have loved to see them at least get one more series. Oh God, at that, least get a first yeah, down. That was my hot take. That was my hot take today. Listen, Nikki, you know you got a new team, new offense, uh, new attitude. I I don't buy into this old. Uh, oh, let's just you know it's the preseason. Let them just get some work in. What what good does that work do if you leave the field with a lack of confidence? I would have left the first team offense in there until they did something positive. I don't care how long it takes. So is that on? Do you think that decision right there is that Vance Joseph or the guys upstairs? Yeah, it's Vance Joseph's decision. But you know, you leave them in there and then your starting quarterback gets hurt. That that would be a problem too. Yeah, you so, know what though, if we I see both sides, it's just you know, nobody looked particularly good. The special teams were good. The punter looked good. <laughs> well, the punter got a lot of action. That's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, but they looked better, so I guess there's something for that. Uh, Jerry McKenzie had a night. Uh, so, you know, it's just, you know, that first team defense too, kind of, that was a bit worrisome. They were missing Vaughn and Todd Davis, but nonetheless, I mean, Brandon Marshall, um, he, he whiffed on a tackle on that first run by Latavius Murray. Um, they just, it just wasn't there. Um, but again, it is a small sample size. We can throw out the qualifier that it was preseason, but you know, it, it looked very familiar and not in a good way. I'll say this in a positive light. I think the Broncos special teams unit will be a hundred percent better than what it was a year ago, which oh, yeah. isn't saying much. Yeah. I think special teams, they're going to get a W out of that, uh, that facet yeah. this year. Uh, defensively, I'm not sure yet. Offensively, we didn't see enough, but. The special teams unit is going to be good, or if not better, and yeah. that's going to win you at least three games. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I mean, that, the special teams was horrible last year, um, so the bar was set very low. But you know, they they are much improved, and that can help them a ton. I mean, field position was awful for them last year, and you know, just all around it was terrible. I'll never forget that Patriots game where they had like, you know, a string of four major mistakes. Um, so yeah, special teams should be improved, already look improved. Offense, I don't know yet. <laughs> um, not feeling so great. Defense, you know, I'd like to see him, you know, how do they look with Von Miller and Todd Davis in there and then also Tremaine Brock as the third corner. Um, 
you know, Isaac Adam got, got burned on a couple, yeah. but he's young and they really like him. I think he could be good, but I don't know that he's ready for that third corner spot just yet. Last one on, uh, on Vaughn, cause he mentioned after the game he was ready to play and was not aware he mm-hmm. was not going to play. Was he genuinely mm-hmm. angry about that or was he just messing around? Um, I don't, does Vaughn get genuinely angry? I don't know it? what Vaughn does anymore. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he kind of understands that it is preseason. I mean, he's the prize fool of the team. You know, mm-hmm. if, don't, it, the other stuff that's, you know, it is preseason, fix it, move on, but don't, don't risk losing Vaughn. I kind of agree with it. I, I think I might be in the minority with that, but, um, you know, throughout the week, Vance did say, you know, Vaughn is he- totally healthy. He would play, and then last minute he was pulled. Um, I've kind of heard m- mixed messages on why, but, you know, if he is totally healthy and they just decided to, you know, make sure he stays healthy, fine, whatever, move on. <laughs> Nikki, thanks for the convo. We'll see you at Dove Valley all week. The Chicago Bears come to town. When do those joint practices commence? Is that Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. So. A lot of former Broncos back in town, so Brock Olivo back in town. Brock's oh, he's the special teams guy for the Bears. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, Danny Trevathan, Benny Fowler. Oh wow, I didn't realize Brock yeah. Olivo moved to uh, Chicago. Nikki, thank you very yeah. much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, thanks. Have a good one. That is Nikki Javala from the Athletic. I think Olivo's in an assistant role in Chicago. Is he? Yeah, I don't think you're getting another coordinator job right away after mm-hmm. that season. Let me get this straight. Uh, Case Keenum struggled. Uh, the old line was at fault. Mm-hmm. Paxton Lynch struggled. Uh, he's an idiot. Yes. yes. Okay. Did you watch got the game? It. Got it. Just no, yeah. no, got it. No, because they blocked great. But they, did you watch they, the game? They were phenomenal when Paxton was did, in there. Did you watch? Because everybody ripped him when he lost to Atlanta at home, and he didn't get sacked four times by Vic. Did you Beasley watch with your own eyes? Brylo is a turnstile. Did just you watch make, with your own I'm eyes? I'm just making sure. So we just proved my point that we grade. Mm differently based on which guy it is. We did it for yeah. two years with Trevor Sian, right. and we're doing it again with Case Keenum. You're I'm right. glad we've learned there's nothing. This, there's this massive conspiracy in we've town. We've learned nothing. There's this massive anti-pirate conspiracy. We're all against him. We want him out. Uh, he wronged us all. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. We're all up against him. Well, you all did it last year, yeah. and I was right. The mob so is, let's see how this one turns let me, out. Let me get to my bad phone and call the mob, and we'll get us all together, and we'll throw a party tonight. One of us has a track record on these issues of being right. You got the Vic Lombardi show up next. Our sugar fix. Where's Marty? Another vacation for Marty? <laughs> yeah, another moon. Another moon of some sort. We got sort. a sub? I, I can't wait to, I don't know who this substitute is, but he better be good. That's next. Guys, Scott Aces here. If you've been thinking about treatment for low testosterone, be sure to do your homework and go to a medical provider that you can trust that specializes in testosterone therapy and men's health. I went to Low T Center to get my levels checked. Their service is covered by most health insurance, and you'll know your results in about 20 minutes. Give them a call, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. Or go online at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from General Air Service and Supply in Denver and enjoy for home or play. Visit GeneralAir.com. 
Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303 Six nine five seven thousand or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm fat when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888. 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. Hey, what's on your game day menu? Chips? Party mix? That's boring. When it's game day, order up a good meal for everybody from Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi. Black Eyed Pea has all your favorites available for carryout on game day. Chicken fried steak with homemade cream gravy. Juicy pot roast. Fried chicken. All the sides. Plus fresh rolls and cornbread. That's how you roll on game day. Visit BlackIPColorado.com for locations and get their entire game day ready menu. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Slow traffic continuing on C470 eastbound University to Yosemite and southbound 225 from Parker to Yosemite. Traffic is brought to you by Staples, a three-car accident southbound I-25 on the exit ramp to 84th Avenue. Watch for delay. Staples has everything you need, always in stock and at low prices. Stop by your local Staples today so your small business can take advantage of the back-to-school deals at Staples, the back-to-school specialty store. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You're not getting any love or affection from the text line this morning, Manchester. Of course, you're used to that, so what's the difference? You got the Vic Lombardi show. It's 850, Altitude 950. You can uh, download our app, by the way. I hope uh, if you leave town for whatever reason, as the summer months end here and uh, you're enjoying a vacation, take our app with you. You can listen to the show live, listen to the entire station live from anywhere in the world, I'm told, even remote parts of Pakistan, the Andes, Peru, whatever you want. Just listen to the show. How much love did I get on the text line uh, a year ago right now? Uh, I don't think you've ever been the receiver of love. Well, I got a little bit once the Broncos started turning into exactly what I said they would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's fine. Uh, I mean, it's time will tell. That was when the Texers liked you the most was last November through January. 
Yeah. 6013 Chester. The problem with your argument is that when Kelly came in, he also came in with backups and looked solid. Paxton had seven or eight series with backups and didn't do much. It's apples to apples. They both play with backups. Look, again, find me the play where Paxton Lynch had time to throw and missed an open guy. Matt Lacoste over the middle. He ducked and ran. You're wrong. You're just wrong. But I'm not wrong. It's... You you're just saying said, you're wrong, but I'm not wrong. You also said he's never shown you anything, and I pointed out that Tampa game where he you're came right. in when Trevor got and hurt. And I agree. See, this is all I agree. That first, that first shot behind the driver's wheel in, in Tampa, when he got to drive the car, he that's the best Paxton Lynch has ever played as a Denver Bronco. Okay. His first two series. He looked good. And then the next week he and won a game in Jacksonville. He looked bad. He was terrible. They didn't let him do anything. Okay. Uh, from that point on, you're right. The best Paxton has looked is his very first venture as a Broncos quarterback when he came in relief of Trevor Simeon, and it's been all downhill from there. I think there's just too much. There's too much distraction. Uh, you can't focus. Um, it, the lay of the land is already there. There's nothing he can do. It's time to cut bait. It's good for him and the Broncos. Okay, so we both agree he looked good in that Tampa. Yes, game. and there's no going back. So he has the ability. Deep inside, it's there. Yes, so I agree. It's coaching. Yes, no. Yes, no, it's, it's, not, coach. It's, yes. it's him and coach. It's, it's probably Bill. No. It's, a, it's a combo of him too, no. though. He's not willing to put in the work. It is what we've been. I don't told. even know if it's that. No, I, I think he's probably doing the work, but I think there's a point where, mm. listen, man, I can I, I can relay this to any sport. Change of scenery is sometimes beneficial for everyone involved, and this is a classic example. They so also trade him. Do whatever you can. Do whatever you Would can. any NFL team want him? Probably not. If I saw Paxton Lynch uh, running no huddle and doing shotgun and running things that are tailored to his abilities mm-hmm. and he fell on his face, I will admit I'm wrong. Until the Broncos do that, it's a Billy Moose problem. You know, this is never going to go away because even if he gets cut loose, all we're going to hear from Manchester is, well, should have kept, should have kept Paxton. Mm, what if he's selling cell phones though to use a Manchester? Doesn't analogy? matter. No, no better, no better salesperson than thing. Paxton. And I, if, if I'm wrong, I will admit I'm wrong. No, you won't. Yeah, it's just it's not gonna. I'm not gonna be wrong on this. The guy, the kid can play. But See, it, you're no, even like wrong on admitting even when a you're d- wrong. Debate anymore. Like what we saw Saturday was the nail yeah. in the coffin. I wanted he to come stinks. in here and talk about how bad Case Keenum looked. That's the story today, and nobody wants to talk about. No, it. No, the story today when Vance Joseph talks this afternoon at a closed practice, the first question will be who's the number two quarterback. Why? Right, hold on. Breaking news. Because that's of interest. Breaking news provided by the Denver Broncos themselves, and for some reason, here it is. Breaking news on Altitude 950. Uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Senior Committee. The Senior Committee, they pick a senior player and uh, enshrine him. They have uh, decided to meet this week with former Bronco linebacker Randy Gravishar. He is among the candidates to make it as a senior member uh, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Very well deserved. Oh. For those who remember 77 and those teams, the Orange Crush, Randy Gratishart was the best, if not one of the best, linebackers in football. Without a doubt. Yes. He was a tremendous middle linebacker. Only played nine years, and that probably did him, was it nine or ten? He played from 74 to 83. Didn't, didn't have that long career. But in those years he played, he was dominant. Yeah, he was, uh, he was a great player. He should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, that's uh that's encouraging. Great news. to hear. Yeah. Great to hear. All right. Um our boy's not here. Marty O's out of town. We have a substitute teacher for our sugar fix. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo. 
The man with the constant smile on his face, Dan Tanner. I know, I'm not Marty. I'll never be Marty. I get it. You got some humongous (laughs) shoes to fill this morning. Shaq-like. Well, we'll start off with uh, Carmelo Anthony. He officially signed with the Houston Rockets today. My question to you guys is, why do the Rockets want him? Um, probably because they, they, they think if they get to the playoffs and they need somebody with experience, Carmelo can help them. If they're going to get to the playoffs, what am I talking about? He's an experienced player and they probably came into an agreement that you're not going to warrant uh, starting time. You're going to play a certain role on this team. I don't know. They lost Trevor Ariza. They need to fill that void. They're paying him $2.4 million. That's why not a risk. It. It's not a gamble financially. It's a gamble from his personality, though, and how he blends in the locker room, right? As long as he gets along with it. Chris Paul has a way. Let me tell you this. The beauty of the Rockets is that they have a natural-born leader in their point guard, Chris Paul. And I think he will police the locker room. You, that's where that's one of those rare places in the NBA where the head coach doesn't have to say much because the point guard's going to do all the talking. So you don't think that Melo playing 10 to 15 minutes a game and being unhappy is ever going to be a story this season? I just think that Chris Paul will take care of business. Mm-hmm. Unlike Rus- Russell Westbrook's a different kind of dude. I, I don't think it meshed in Oklahoma City. I think it will mesh, believe it or not, in Houston. Okay. I do. Did you guys hear what uh, Browns head coach Hugh Jackson did with Antonio Callaway? He was their fourth-round pick. Uh, he got cited for marijuana possession. Did you see how he, quote-unquote, punished Antonio Callaway? Did he cut him? No, the, he made them. He, this is how they punished him. They made him play the entire preseason game. That was his justification. <laughs> he said, you know what, for your punishment... We're just going to have you play the whole game. What do you guys think about that? That tells you all you need to know about the preseason. Yeah, exactly, about how uh, what a joke preseason football is. No, I think that's a great response. That's a great response. Can't wait to see all about it on Hard Knocks. It's like getting your teenage kid up at 6 o'clock in the morning to go yeah. do yard work when you know they're hungover. That's the punishment. You know, the greatest punishment I've ever heard, shared to me by one Joe Sackick, who told me when he was a kid growing up in Vancouver, Burnaby, his father, when he did wrong, would send him to the basement, banish him to the basement, and he had to stick handle for an hour straight. Now, if you play hockey, you sit there and you stick handle for an hour straight, those forearms are going to be sore. Yep. That explained that wicked wrister that Joe Sackick possessed it for his entire career. It was the stick handling, the punishment. Go on. All right. Uh, have you guys heard of Alfred Delia? He is the star, the new star of the Little League World Series. Let's hear how he introduces himself at the Little League World Series. My name's Alfred Delia. At home, they call me Big Al, and I hit dingers. <laughs> <laughs> that I just, is I just wanted to know if you guys saw that. Is he just I, a fat kid? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. Yes, he? Yes, yes. And I hit dingers. And I hit dingers. That's so good. Everybody yeah. has a friend like that. Oh, it's so great. That's why I love the Little League World Series. Well, you know, I love it and like I don't. That. This is that time of year where every time you turn on ESPN, there's a Little League game. And that, there's a point that, okay, I've seen. Let, let's save it, okay? The deluge of Little League, the saturation of Little League baseball. It's overwhelming at times. All right, I want to play a couple of uh, sound bites for you guys. That was post-game, uh, you know, after the Broncos preseason game on Saturday. I'm going to play Chad Kelly first, and then we're going to play Paxton Lynch. And I just want you guys to react on just the kind of the confidence in each of their voices. So let's okay. hear uh, Paxton Lynch bite first. Uh, Well, obviously, you know, I'm upset. Uh the interception early, you know, kind of a free play, kind of bad in the air. And then after that, we, you know, just continued to start slow and, you know, didn't really put a lot of drives together and move the ball. So I'm upset about that, that we didn't score a lot of points. But, uh, you know, I'll watch the film tomorrow and we'll move on from that and we'll uh, work on Chicago. 
All right, and now I want to play uh, Chad Kelly after the game, and, and then we'll react to the differences in these sound bites. How much had you been anticipating this moment and the chance to go out there finally? It's been 646 days. I mean, I didn't think going into pro day that I would have a messed up, messed up wrist, you know, walking out of there. And, and now I have this opportunity to play on uh, a great team in the Denver Broncos and be surrounded by great players. Uh, have a leader at quarterback right now that I can learn from. Have great coaches that are going to put us in great situations and, and have a great offensive line. I mean, those guys are really playing well. They know, they know what they're doing. And, and we're all we're all playing at a very high level, and we're just going to keep on getting beat each and every day. Now, this is just my opinion, but it sounds to me like one of those guys knows how to be an NFL quarterback, oh, and the God. other one just sounds like he's completely lost. Dan Tanner now playing the role of Travis Heath, sports psychologist. I, 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 really, we're breaking down sound bites. He is that's right. What, that's what he's right. To. He's right though. Let's no, one right. of them said we have a great offensive line, we have sure. great head coach, we have great coaches. So one of them's just spewing lies because that is not true that is not true at all but yeah. i mean seriously i closed my eyes i just listened to him i tried to be objective yeah. really that's yeah. where we're going one guy sounded like an nfl quarterback there and one guy didn't no one guy Come sounded on. like he's ready to play Fortnite, but oh. that's fine all right uh so our question of the day was uh the best interviewers in town i want to play this soundbite for you guys this is a an interview gone wrong this is a very awkward interview with uh, Linda Cohn on ESPN with uh, Ken Griffey Jr. How you doing, Ken? Hey, how are you? Great. Growing up, you had a big baseball card collection. Did you have a favorite? Yeah, one. My dad. Your, your dad, of <laughs> course. It. Besides your dad, I, I, you know, were there somebody else? Nope. I right. didn't know anybody else. Before we let you go, Ken, we know you've been doing a ton of interviews for Upper Deck. We have a few Twitter questions for you. Uh, this from Derby at Home Run Derby. Uh, which young outfielder do you see today most resembles your playing style? McCutcheon. McCutcheon, Andrew McCutcheon. He's a good one. Here's another yep. one. Who do you think is the best player in Major League Baseball right now? All around best player. McCutcheon. <laughs> you guys buds? <laughs> mm. uh, that was uncomfortable. So Vic, I wanted to ask you, what was the most, what's the most awkward, <laughs> uncomfortable interview that you've ever done? I've had a lot of them. And the reason, again, behind the curtain, that was probably done via satellite, so there's a delay. So if it sounds like he's hesitating, I think it takes a couple seconds for yeah. him to hear her voice, which is why I hate, I can't stand satellite interviews. They're the worst. Number one. Number two, Upper Deck pays Ken Griffey to do those interviews. That's the one where he sits down and he does several. Yeah. If I'm Upper Deck, I don't pay him a dime. I'm asking for a refund. Exactly right. I'm saying you just wasted our money. You made us look like fools. Yeah. That so, was a bad interview. Oh, it was, and I felt bad for Linda Cole. Me too. She was trying to make the what best do you do? of it. And there's a reason she's asking car, you know, questions about trading cards because Upper Deck put it together and it just made her look foolish. That was bad on Kendrick. The, uh, the one word answers are tough. Of course, we saw that in this town here a couple weeks ago with the we punter. Did. The one, but again, you just got to know when to cut bait. Get out. Get out. I guarantee that interview was taped. That was, that was not a live interview. That was taped. Get out. All right, guys. That's all I got for you. Thanks, Dan. That was very well done. Do you have a question for Dan? Dan, did you, uh, what did you leave on the cutting room floor? Uh, did you guys see the Redskins and Jets brawl during their joint practices? You know, obviously the, bra the Bears and Broncos are going to hold joint practices. Do you expect any brawling to partake? There in better practices? be. It's not a real practice if somebody doesn't get into it. 
Uh, my guess is since the Broncos are such an undisciplined team, uh, yeah, there will be a brawl. I think there should be. No, there shouldn't be. I have no, I have no issues with teams fighting during practice. Do the no. Patriots have brawls? I have no issues. Do I don't pa- care. I do because they're the best team in football I almost want, every single year. I want to see a fight. Okay. All right. Show me a fight. I'd like to see a disciplined team because, hey, guess who had penalties right out of the gate on Saturday night? Show me some fight. The Broncos. But let's let's break down the sound bites of Paxton Lynch and Chad Kelly. That's more important. 904, about. job well done there, Dan Tanner. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids are in the City of Angels to take on the Galaxy. Kickoff is at 830 with Connor Cape on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Preseason game number one is in the books. The Broncos fall to the Minnesota Vikings 42-28 on Saturday night. New quarterback Case Keenum talked about the first team offense struggling in game one. You know, that, uh, it's, it's kind of the nature of, of, um, you know, NFL football, especially at this level, especially against a really good defense. You can't, uh, you know, you can't have negative plays, can't have penalties. Um, you know, those things set you back and, um, you know, we just, we never got into a rhythm today. Never, never got that first, first down and got going. Um, and yeah, definitely, definitely left me wanting more. Um, I'm sure it's how a lot of people felt. This update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. KKSE Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Isaiah McKenzie is back now. In the air. McKenzie should have a shot at a return here. Plenty of green in front of him. Hesitates. Now takes off down the sideline. Isaiah McKenzie down the sideline. Has one man to beat. Isaiah McKenzie for the touchdown. A 78-yard punt return for a score. There are no flags. Again, the uh, special teams unit will be better. It has to be better. It is better. And because of that, the Broncos should be better. We shall see. The better drama, though, on Saturday night, certainly the only drama uh, from a sports venue in town, unfolded at uh, 20th and Blake, where the Rockies and Dodgers uh, came down to the last at-bat. Ryan McMahon providing a, what was it, a three-run shot to win it for the Rockies? A three-run golf shot in a walk-off manner. That was his second game-winning home run. He did it uh, the night before in the seventh inning. And then, of course, yesterday, the Rockies capped that off with a walk-off walk. They take three out of four from the Dodgers. How many times this season have we come on these airwaves, and I am one of them, I'm guilty, and said, well, their season's done, they're done, and yet they come back to life. They do it every week. So what do we make of the Rockies now, a game and a half out of first? I still think they're toast. (laughs) I do. I do. And here's the reason why. They're a game and a half back. They haven't been able to claw their way into first place. And if you look in the wild card, they're two and a half back, and there's just too many teams in front of them. So I think they're toast. Where would we be if not for a Manchester? I think they're toast, Remark. Well, ahead of them in the wild card. I mean, do you think they're going to win the division? I don't know. They're only a game and a half back. I, right now, I can't predict either. I, 
I don't know. Okay, they, they continue to surprise us. They're Just in third when I place. think they're done, they pull me back in. They're in third place, and they're in fifth place when it comes to the wild card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's problematic. There's, there's a lot of teams ahead of them. There are also 46 games to play. Uh, okay, I get it. I just think I I think that that's a lot of teams to jump over. I think they still have huge issues in the in the bullpen. We saw it over the course of the weekend. But you know who else has issues in the bullpen right now? The Dodgers. Okay, that's fine. But what about Arizona? What about Philly, Milwaukee, St. Louis? Teams that are all ahead of them. Can we at least agree though that this weekend kept things interesting? By winning all three against the Dodgers Friday, Saturday, oh, no Sunday, it kept things, no, kept things they're, they're, remarkably They're very much in it, man. They're, they're as much in it as any other team in the National League. They're in it like the Brewers are in it, like the Cardinals are in it, like the Phillies are in it. They're in it. And they still have a major, major problem. And their major problem is who's closing out games for this team? Who They were up 3 nothing yesterday and squandered it. And yeah, they ended up winning because, I mean, they won games because they win it in their last at bat and the other team doesn't get another chance. Yeah. How, how many times are you going to be able to do that? I, I think they have a, a major, major problem with that bullpen. It's a, it's a disaster. The, uh, the schedule does not get any easier. Okay. That's, and it's not been easy. They've, they've played winning teams for the last month. It's been one winning team after another. It's been the toughest schedule in Major League Baseball. We can agree on that. And yet here they are still alive. And the schedule gets much tougher even this week. They go to Houston. They face Verlander and Cole in Houston. Cole was really good when he pitched here. Yeah. They got to him late. Verlander's Verlander for crying out loud. So that's Tuesday and Wednesday. Two games against the defending world champions. Then they got four in Atlanta. A team that's in their same shoes fighting for a playoff spot. First place team. So nothing comes easy for these Rockies. But maybe that's the way it's meant to be. Well, they seem to play to the level of their competition, so I don't know that it's necessarily a, a, a huge concern. But, the, the again, and here's the other thing, and we've, we haven't even talked about this. Nolan Arnato's missed the last two games. I mean, I, he pinch hit yesterday, but he has sure. not been in the starting lineup. That's a ginormous concern. Especially in the middle of the playoff chase for I him mean, to miss he, a game. He can probably DH, though, down in Houston, which would be nice. Okay, but you, you, that's a huge this loss out in the field. Yeah. I would agree, but it's, it's, you know, right now, he even said it himself on Saturday. He said it's just, it's too sore when he's throwing. And the only thing he can do is take time off. From 1564 he on the text line. Right now. Our text number is 30933. Uh, the, he says here, the pen still sucks. The lineup is ridiculous half the time. They don't hit. It's a joke. Couple lucky wins only masks the issue. I, I'm not sure what lucky is anymore. I, I'll defend them by saying what's what's lucky and what's unlucky. They they lost in an unlucky fashion on Thursday night. They lost in a couple unlucky fashions in Milwaukee. So just because they get a walk off when they give up a walk, that all works out. That all comes back to neutral. I, I don't still, think it's lucky. But their issues, the texture is right. Their issues haven't gone away. They're back to where they were at the beginning of the year where they're not hitting the ball. They don't have really a... a a great bat coming off the bench that you really trust in those kind He's of coming. situations. He's coming. Uh, their bullpen is a mess. It is. That, that you can't fix at this point. You I mean, can't, you can't fix that. You just have to hope upon hope that they find their way. They've tried Adam Adovino now twice in the closer role and he's failed both times. So that's not the solution. Wade Davis continues to be trouble. Your boy O showed his first sign of weakness. He struggled. 
uh, Scott Oberg, if he inherits a runner, they might as well just let him go home because he's going to score anyway. Uh, it's just those problems haven't gone away. Wait, now but Otto got the save Friday night. He did. He got the save Friday night. Their MVP candidate third baseman is not able to play because he can't throw. So I, I'm not trying to be the wet blanket. I'm just saying they got a lot of teams in front of them, and their issues remain. Yeah, but they're not, like, massively in front of them. They're a half game in front of them, a game and a half in front of them. It's anybody's ball game, bro. And then they have a manager who continues to make poor decisions. His decision yesterday when Trevor Story was at bat with DJ LeMahieu on second base and nobody out, it's baseball 101. Bunt. Get him to third base. Then you don't need a hit to, to win the game. You win the game at the fly ball. That was a bad decision, especially with a guy who strikes out a lot. And what happened? Trevor Story struck yeah. out. It wasn't surprising. That's where you have to shorten your swing. Okay, but you, you have to sure, but swing. you just take the bat out of his hand. Well, and why is Buddy pulling Chad Bettis after 85 pitches? Hey, he's just coming off the DL. I, you listen, dude. But I'm for not Jake McGee. I'm not smart enough to know when to pull a pitcher. I could tell you this: if everything were equal, I'd leave him in the game, just like I would have left John Gray in the game mm-hmm. last week. But again, we we don't know the full story behind these blisters and all this other business. Okay. I think you leave the starter in there one extra inning, and if he gets any kind of trouble, gets any kind of traffic, as soon as somebody gets on base, then you pull him. I just So Bud Black continues, yeah. and I would have booed him yesterday for not moving the runner over to third, and you guys would have been mad at me. Well, I'm always mad at you. He deserved to get booed. Crazy story out of Jacksonville. It features in our uh, Damn Millennials segment. That's up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. The Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. It is the purity of sport. Denver's all sports station. It keeps us guessing. It keeps us interested. It keeps us honest. When powerful storms in late June damaged over a 1,000 vehicles at Johnson Auto Plaza, insurance adjusters ordered every vehicle sold, regardless of profit. It was game on. Hi, this is Alan Roach from My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza with a hail liquidation update. Since the incredible storms hit, Hundreds of hail-damaged vehicles have been sold at Johnson, saving buyers thousands on top of summer clearance event incentives. The response has been overwhelming, hectic, that's for sure. But there's plenty more deeply discounted cars and trucks to sell. Some vehicles have already been repaired and still being offered with thousands of dollars off, clearly marked with a yellow dot on the windshield. These are side-by-side with many vehicles that have not been repaired, with even bigger discounts. The Johnson family is committed to doing what it takes to sell every new Ram Jeep Dodge and Chrysler on their lot, regardless of profit. Don't miss this special buying opportunity at Johnson's. You'll be amazed at the savings. Just north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. It's sometimes hard to talk about. Men's health issues. I get it. Totally a guy thing. But the fact is, urology issues, including urinary problems, prostate disease, or sexual dysfunction, are among the top men's health issues. Even harder than talking about it is living with it. The Urology Center of Colorado makes it comfortable for you to bring your concerns to them. The Urology Center of Colorado has a team of experts dedicated to men's health. Your health. 
Learn more at TUCC.com, the Urology Center of Colorado. Enjoy one of the most fan-friendly and state-of-the-art college football venues in America. Colorado State Rams football in Canvas Stadium on the CSU campus. An extraordinary game day experience. Season tickets for seven games are on sale now, including matchups against Arkansas, Wyoming, and Colorado in the Rocky Mountain Showdown. Three-game mini plans are also available, and you pick the games. For tickets and information, call 800-491-RAMS or visit csurams.com slash tickets. Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe on August 25th to see one of the greatest bands of all time, War. September 21st, laugh out loud with comedy legend Arsenio Hall. And all this month, Buffalo Thunder has your chance to win one of four Nissan Kicks and your share of over $500,000. Book your Santa Fe getaway now at buffalothunderresort.com and come be our guest. At Buffalo Thunder. I love your new floors. Aren't they gorgeous? We need to get something new. Simply Floors. Simply Floors? A Simply Floors flooring design consultant came over with samples to show us what our new floor would look like in here. She was great. She came here? Much better than the big box store. You can really see what your new floor looks like in your house. Bet it's expensive. Not at all. Simply Floors prices are just as low. In fact, we looked at something that was actually less expensive. Simply Floors was less expensive than the big box? We were floored. (laughs) Funny. We do everything we can to make shopping for flooring and carpet simple. This is Buddy Mitchell with Simply Floors. Our goal is to help you find a beautiful, durable floor that fits your lifestyle and budget, whether it's carpet or hard surface. Our design consultants come to your home with our samples. Our prices are competitive. Check out our website at simplyfloorsinc.com and schedule your in-home consultation. That's simplyfloorsinc.com, where we make buying a floor simple and stress-free. He is a leader. He is a winner. He's a modern-day Will Rogers. Coach Lou Holtz is a special guest at this year's anniversary gala to benefit Father Woody's Haven of Hope. Twenty years ago, Father Woody's Haven of Hope opened its doors to shelter and care for the homeless and less fortunate. To help continue their mission, join us for an evening of cocktails, dinner, silent auction, and and the wit and wisdom of Coach Lou Holtz. Saturday, September 22nd at the Hyatt Regency. For individual and group tickets, visit frwoodyshavenofhope.org. Hey, what's on your game day menu? Chips? Party mix? That's boring. When it's game day, order up a good meal for everybody from Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi. Black Eyed Pea has all your favorites available for carryout on game day. Chicken fried steak with homemade cream gravy. Juicy pot roast. Fried chicken. All the sides. Plus fresh rolls and cornbread. That's how you roll on game day. Visit BlackEyedPeaColorado.com for locations and get their entire game day ready menu. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. It doesn't get your heart going like those situations. You know, the chance to, you know, call a good pitch when you're catching or throw somebody out, the chance to get a game-winning hit or do something good and contribute, that's what that's what I love, and that's what makes you smile. It gets your heart going and adrenaline up. Chris Iannetta draws the game-winning walk, the walk-off walk for the Rockies yesterday, and if we're being honest here, um, it could have easily been a strike three call on the second to last pitch, which I thought hit the bottom of yes. the uh, strike zone. But it's okay. Home crowd, people into it. Just acknowledge it. I think the ump probably missed that one. It's okay. It was borderline. Yeah. And it, it went the going either way. way. So no, no, nothing wrong with that. Perfect. Nothing nefarious was going on. They wiggled their way out of it. 3 nothing lead quickly turned into a 3-3 game. 
and they managed to grind one out. They won three out of four at home against the Dodgers. Time now for those damn millennials. Why are you so negative? I can sense your hostilities, and right now I am not feeling very safe. Those damn millennials. Fellas, have you seen what is happening in Jacksonville right now? Are you guys following this story with their players going rogue, going crazy over the media? Yeah, yelling at the media for filming practice and showing the brawl on local news. There's a brawl that took place during practice, and cameras were rolling. And when cameras are rolling, you pick up whatever's in front of you. It's not their fault that it's an open session. So they catch this big brawl that takes place between, who was it, Dante Fowler? Former yeah. first-round pick? Yeah. And some other dude? So all of a sudden, they're picking up this brawl, the cameras are, and one of the players goes crazy saying, quit rolling on this. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? Why am I doing my job? I don't know. It was Jalen Ramsey. Was exactly. A very good player. Their Pro Bowl cornerback who goes ballistic over the media. And then he starts sending out tweets. Some pretty ugly tweets, too. Do we have any of those tweets? Yeah, we can get them. Jalen Ramsey goes crazy on Twitter. And the organization responds by suspending him and Fowler for a week. Which my reaction is... Come on, it's the preseason. What is a week-long suspension in the preseason? If it happened during the regular season, would you really suspend him? Do you think they'd warrant a suspension during the regular season? Heck no. He tweeted to the reporter, you know you done messed up, right? LOL, if y'all want war, we got some for y'all. And I know the rest of y'all, you know who you are, gonna read this too. So just know, hashtag lame-ass reporter. And all the reporter did was roll on the video of the brawl that took place. Yeah. Sorry, Jalen. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. It's it's silly. It's well, silly. well, I think what it is is you get into this bunker mentality, supporting your teammates. And again, we've seen the same thing happen here when team members have gone off on a radio host from another station. We saw it happen here. That bunker mentality becomes contagious, and they start doing it. Us against them. It's us against the world. The media is negative. The media causes nothing but problems for us. Well, okay, if that's the game you want to play, Jacksonville responded by suspending the guy. For one week. I think it's the appropriate response, right? It, it, it's not going to hurt the team. It's preseason. It's week two of the preseason. You obviously have to address it. He can't act like that and treat the media like that. Uh, I think it's the proper response. Did you guys see that uh, some Bronco fans have uh, started a GoFundMe page to try and buy out Paxton Lynch's contract? No. Uh, so far, there's a $600,000 goal. I'm not sure why that's the goal. Uh, to try and uh, buy it out. Yeah, the dead money's three point nine million. Yeah, but maybe that's what they would actually owe him in cash okay. if they cut him. Uh, take a guess as to how much this is uh, raised. Six thousand dollars. Six hundred dollars. Twenty five bucks. Somewhere in between fifty five dollars at this point. Damn, HW does better with his GoFundMe days. Definitely fifty five bucks. This is now. This is just. Are you gonna donate? I think this is mean. Well, don't you want? Don't you want him to get a fresh? Start at this point somewhere else? No, I want him to be a good player here. That's what I want him to be. So you're blaming that on damn millennials? No, I just happened to come up uh, during this segment. Yeah. What do you got, HW? Uh, damn millennials is myself sitting there Saturday night watching the Rockies, and I tweet, uh-huh. if Ryan McMahon hits a three-run walk-off home run, I will shotgun a beer live on Instagram. Uh-huh. Ryan McMahon hit a three-run walk-off home run, so I shotgun a beer live on okay. Instagram. I'm going to sound like the biggest party pooper nerd you've ever heard. 
How exactly do you shotgun a beer? You've never shotgunned a beer? I don't think I ever have in my life. Well, you take a key yeah. or something sharp, you puncture the bottom of the can, then you open the top of it, and you guzzle it out so of the well, hole. what does opening the top of it do at that point? Does it, it allows push it? the air to flow. Yeah, it basically gets all over your face, and you can spike your can when you're done and feel pretty good about yourself. Have you ever done a beer bong, Vic? Yes, I've done that, okay. and I can't. Yeah, I, really? Oh, it hurts. Oh, that's so good. It hurts my stomach. When it hits your lips. So I so was uh, just trying to be goofy, stunty guy. It actually happened, but I held up my I end give of the you bargain. credit because it's the first time you've ever held up your end of the bargain. Like, you know, bets, those kind of things. Somehow there's always some sort of excuse. On this one, you did it like, and you posted it. I took an Uber to the liquor store. I'm not sure you were sober uh, when no. you went on this run. No, no. <laughs> and then I went up to a, a local establishment, found a friend who just happened to be up there. We did it. I took an Uber home great. and went to bed. Uh, for my uh, other damn millennials topic, uh, according to the Washington Examiner, millennials spend 49% more eating out than saving for retirement, unlike their predecessors. So they like to eat food at nice restaurants. They're 49% enjoying life. more. Yeah, they're enjoying life more than their predecessors. They're about experiencing today ahead of worrying about tomorrow. I think there's something to be said for that. That's a pretty big number, though. It's a big number. I don't have a problem with it. So uh, apparently tonight I get to go to junior high orientation. Vic, when you went into junior high, I got the same thing. Did your parents have to go like I don't tour think the my, school? I don't think my parents stepped inside the walls of my school once. Yeah. What is this about? Like, well, the weird thing is that first of all, I, I have a problem with you right now. You're calling it junior high. It's called middle school. It's called junior high at our junior school. high. In my in my book, it's only seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, it's junior mine's high. Seventh what? and eighth grade too. Yes, yeah, that's like the high. most 70s thing I've ever heard. Well, that's what it is. It's junior high school. No, let's call it middle school. I know. I, I, I don't even know what middle school is. What I, is middle school? I have a fundamental disagreement with you. That's too, fine. Honestly. I mean, we well, agree to disagree. How it used to be, and now it's going back to it, was you went to elementary school, junior high, high school. That's I agree with you, though, James. Isn't junior high that portion of your life where you're sort of grown up and you don't need mom and dad yeah. holding your hand, walking you around the hall anymore? They have all these days where mom and dad show up. How about mom and dad just drop you off at school? Yeah. How about we just give them something, kick them out the door, and let exactly. them walk to school? How about you just drop them off at school and let them go to school? I don't understand this. I mean, why do I have to be his tour guide tonight? Mainly, I'm just upset that this is what I have to do on a Monday night. But when all of a sudden, why, why don't you just send him by himself? Well, then I'll be the one parent who doesn't show up with his kid, and they'll be like, "Oh God, he's he's got off to a glowing start on this one." All right, guys, this has Can't nothing to do bad. with millennials. It has to do more with our generation as a whole, and uh, we're all guilty of this. Take a look at this photo here, please. Uh, I saw this we'll on the internet. Take a look at that photo. This is a photo of Tiger Woods in 2002 and Tiger Woods in 2018. Uh, people watching Tiger play golf. 2002, everyone sitting there watching the tournament. 2018, not a single person actually watching, but watching through their smartphones, videotaping Tiger. Yeah. It's amazing when you watch a sporting event today, how many people are not actually watching, but watching through their phones. Everyone wants to have a recorded history of what's happening. At least that is one, though, where you're like, yeah, you know what? I could see you'd probably pull up that video at some point and show someone... It's amazing to me the things you see people videotaping. Like, when are you ever going to pull up the Christmas pageant of your six-year-old and watch yeah. him just belt out terrible Christmas carols? Yeah. Like, it's not yeah. – you're never going to watch this again. Well, what it's like, why doing? would you ever film yourself getting an Uber to a liquor store? Like, that just, right. you know, it's just really Why dumb. would you ever take your camera out when your playing partner at your member guest <laughs> has a little fun on a Saturday night? <laughs> 
Now that is one you'll definitely show people. So that's my point though. That is worth filming. Filming Tiger Woods, if you're that close and you have a vantage point of it, I, I get that. I would, I would video that as well. Wait, who's your playing partner? Um, that's for another day. It is 9.27 when Manchester, we come back. did we get invited to this? No. 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 Well, no. First still, of all, still haven't been to Mama Lombardi's First of all, here, here's the deal. I've seen you play golf, and you will not get an invite to any tournament involving me. <laughs> you say you don't play golf, so why in God's name would I invite either of you two to one of my golf tournaments? HW is a much better golfer than I am. Which says you'll never get an invite. I, Sorry. I, I totally agree with I, your decision I hope here, you Vic. understand. It, no, it doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Now, if I had a... A, a contest of sports trivia, you'd be the first person I call. Thank you. The first person. Maybe next year we can go drive a cart. That'd be fun. Yeah. Just hang out. Cheer Come mod. cheer along. That I'm good um, at. Yeah. A uh, big news for the Nuggets. Big news. Very welcome news. Surprising news, to be honest. If you haven't heard about it, we'll discuss when we come back. Plus, we're going to give away a pair of Nuggets tickets, correct? Home opener tickets. 303-753-0950. Nuggets and Sons, October 20th. We got them in our hands. You want to win them? Three questions to glory. 303-753-0950. Three questions to glory. Call the show. We'll ask you three questions. Whatever topic you choose, if you get them right, you're going to the home opener. Plus, that piece of Nuggets news coming up next. Vic Lombardi Show. Case is the starter, but who's the backup? And there's still plenty of other unanswered questions. That's why Altitude 950 is on the case at training camp. We're bringing you the big interviews and the analysis. Stay on the case at training camp with Altitude 950. I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. But a lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. So I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible. But since I've experienced it, your commercials aren't strong enough. I am 76, and I've had a belly for way too long. My whole body is shrinking. My energy level has gone up. And the only thing difference is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened. Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to Andro 400. 400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Andro400.com. As America's economy has evolved, so have apprenticeships. Today, they are meeting the needs of our economy in industries such as IT, healthcare, and financial services. In fact, these modern industries are employing adult, youth, and veteran apprentices, gaining a competitive advantage and developing the next evolution of America's workforce. To learn more, visit ApprenticeshipEvolution.com. Sponsored by the State of Colorado and aired in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. 
You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. Are you in for 90? Enjoy a craft beer and a game courtesy of Odell Brewing Company and the Colorado Rapids. Oh, what a goal! What an absolute peach for Edgar Castillo! The Rapids take on Rail Salt Lake in the final leg of the Rocky Mountain Cup on August 25th at 7pm at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Starting at just $29, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. Go to coloradorapids.com. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This Training Camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Preseason game number one is in the books. The Broncos fall to the Minnesota Vikings 42-28 on Saturday night. New quarterback Case Keenum talked about the first-team offense struggling in game one. You know, that uh, it's, it's kind of the nature of... of um... You know, NFL football, especially at this level, especially against a really good defense, you can't, uh, you know, you can't have negative plays, can't have the penalties. Um, you know, those things set you back. And, um, you know, we just, we never got into a rhythm today. Never, never got that first, first down and got going. Um, and yeah, definitely, definitely left me wanting more. Um, and I'm sure it's how a lot of people felt. This update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Great question here. Why do people record fireworks on their phones? Every fireworks show, everybody's out there with that. That's a great one. Dumbest thing ever. When do you ever go back and watch that? Hey, these fireworks. Nice. Look at my. I might Instagram live the tour of the junior high today. I'm sure it'll be fascinating. Uh, two five four four. Will you guys ever talk CU football? Just curious. Yes, we will. Montez had a great scrimmage this weekend. I think that CU team is going to be pretty good. We went through their schedule. Yeah. They're going to start off hot. That that game at Nebraska is the is the key. It's, otherwise, if if they can get that win, they're going to start off six and zero. Uh, so frustrating listening to Manchester talk out of his rump. Story bunting, that would have been dumb. He can move the runner with a fly ball or a ground ball. He doesn't have to bunt. Okay, or he could Damn strike man. out. How'd that work out? You want, look, you want to have a runner on third with one out. Yeah. Then a fly ball wins the game. Then it sets up the sacrifice fly. Okay, I mean, fine. I'm talking out of my rump per okay. the texture, but Drew Goodman said the exact same thing. Said, hey, the, the runner, DJ's got to be on third base by the time Trevor's at bat is done. They were shocked he didn't bunt. We're going to give away a pair of Nuggets tickets uh, with the uh, game we love here, a game we've played many a times. Uh, you have to call the hotline, 303-753-0950. couple lines still open, 303-753-0950. Before we get to that, let me uh, reference what happened over the weekend. Michael Porter Jr., Nuggets, first-round pick announces via his uh, social media, or uh, he did it during an interview apparently, he's good to go. He is pain-free 
and he hopes to play sooner than later. I'm excited, but it's not Michael Porter Jr.'s decision. The Nuggets have made that very clear in the statement they released. But if he's pain-free and he's telling the world he's pain-free and he wants to play, uh that's much better than no one knowing a damn thing. It's yeah. great news. I'm just saying it's not his decision. It's very encouraging. I think you got to just temper your enthusiasm of because you're right, HW. That you may be pain-free right now, but that doesn't mean you're 100% ready to go through the rigors of a season. So let's pump the brakes a little bit, but it's very encouraging. I'd rather his attitude be this than, yeah. uh, I feel bad, I'm going to be out a while. Like, I'm glad he's got the correct attitude, but it just is, he's a rookie. All right. Phone lines are now hot. Let's get to it. We're going to play three questions to glory. Any sport. Jokic for three. Got it. Nothing but net. Any team. He scores. Nathan McKinnon. Any era. And L.A. going for the bomb right at the outset. Goes caught by McKeel. Touchdown. But there's no time to Google. Oh, man. Three questions to glory. All right, sports fans, your chance now to win a pair of Nuggets tickets to the home opener. I have the schedule in front of me. That's against the Phoenix Suns, Saturday, October 20th. A pair of Nuggets tickets to the season home opener at Pepsi Center. If you can win three questions of glory, you call the show, pick a topic. We lob you three questions from the top of our heads. Let's start with Riley. Riley, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Very good. Thanks for listening, by the way. What is your topic? Uh, how about the NFL? NFL football. Easy. All right. Let me start. A story that we already announced. Two Jacksonville Jaguar players suspended for one week for conduct detrimental to the team. Name those players. Jalen Ramsey and Dante Fowler. Well done. All right. Uh, the, the Broncos had two leading rushers on Saturday night, tied at 38 yards apiece. Who are those two men? Uh, Royce Freeman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh gosh, I don't know. Oh, D'Angelo Henderson. No, I'm sorry. Chad Kelly was using those legs. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a right. trick question. Yeah. That's a trick freaking question. I like you for that. I respect you. Sorry, bro. You don't want to give the prize to the first person. Sam, you're on the Vic Lombardi show. Sam, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Where do you want to go? Let's do Rockies baseball. Rockies it is. All right, Sam. Uh, what former Rockies player, uh, was doing the post-game interviews on the field for AT&T Sportsnet? Spilly. That's one of the easiest questions I've ever heard it's in the, the history of this contest. Question. In right. the history of this contest. Alright, Sam. How many times have the Rockies made the playoffs? Uh, um, let's see. One, two, four, four times. Correct. It's two for two. Real, real mind bender there that Jared Bandor's put out there. Well, now I'm going to have to go deep. I mean, I was going to ask him what number Ryan Spielborg's wore. Would you have been happier with that? Let me go deep now. You ready for this one, Sam? I'm ready. I want you to give me the name of the Dodgers closer who gave up. Well, he's not even the closer. He's a Dodgers reliever who gave up the game-winning walk. Was that, and I'm going to say Bueller, but that's... Nah, sorry, bro. I'm so sorry, Sam, but you know it's too early for you to win. Some guy named Floro. 
Some guy. The answer to your question is some guy named Floro. Well, that's why it's a tough question. If he had uttered the word Floro, he would have been going to the Nuggets Exactly. Nugget if he says Floro, he wins. It's that easy. Okay. I'm sorry. I can't be as tough. Oh, name the Rockies question guy at the end of games. <laughs> Let's was, go. It, it was the first question. Thomas, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show. Thomas, how are you? Pretty good. How are you? Good, thanks. What do you want? Uh, Denver Nuggets, please. Nuggets basketball. I mean, that's appropriate considering we're giving away Nuggets tickets. Yeah. Manchester, you want to start? Uh, yeah. What, uh, what former Nugget, uh, is in the studio with Vic Lombardi for pre and post game shows on altitude? Ooh, um. Thanks for watching. Nugget? Is it yeah. a current Nugget? No, it's a former oh. Nugget. Uh, if it it can't be a current Nugget because okay. they're playing games. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Mm. Well, big, uh, big fan of, uh, the altitude TV <laughs> programming. <laughs> Uh, let's say three. Alex English. Two. No, no, no. thanks, Philip. Okay. Obviously, a so, long-time viewer there. <laughs> I think I just catching a lot of broadcasts. Made, just, oh, that was made, Thomas. Oh, just made thanks, my Thomas. point that my spilly question wasn't as easy as you thought. No, it wasn't. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Thomas, for watching every pre and post on Altitude TV. Is he's uh, going to take this really personally? He and Bill Hanslick give you all the uh, Q and A before and after every I game. I thought that was just as easy as the spilly question. Let's move on to Paul. Paul, you're on the Vic Lombardi Show. How are you? Good morning, fellas. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Thanks for calling the show. A couple lines open, by the way, 303-753-0950. What is the topic of your choice? Uh, CU Buffs football, please. Buffs football. Who's going to start? I'll start. Name the last two starting quarterbacks for the Buffs, the current guy and the guy before him. Steven Montez and Seth Lombardi. There you go. Uh, before he uh, became the CU head coach, where was Mike McIntyre coaching? Sacramento State. What's that? He said Sacramento State. That is incorrect. Mm. Sorry, bro. Sorry. Good try. Thanks for calling, it's Paul. San Jose, San Jose State. Are you happier with that question, Victor? Yes. Yes, that's a good question. Okay. I'm fond of those kind of questions. Not too hard, not too soft right. either. But now we gotta give this damn prize away. It was the second question, so I upped it a little bit. Three zero three seven five three zero nine fifty. Couple lines still open. Philip, you're on the Vic Lombardi show. I love his name, Philip Van Dunk. Is that your real name? Yep, sure is. Can you dunk? Uh, no, not okay. anymore. Uh, but you used to at one point. Uh, I could get the rim. How good is that to tell people? You go up, you throw one down. That's my name, Van Dunk. That's what I do. Pretty perfect. Philip, what's your sport? Right. Uh, Nuggets basketball. Nuggets basketball it is. <sighs> Drew is giving you crap. He asked for Rockies baseball, not Dodgers relievers. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you watched the game yesterday. That is a very good point. All if right, so you, you watch the game. You want Nuggets, Philip? Yeah. All right, yeah. Philip. What uh, former Nugget uh, does the TV broadcast with Chris Marlowe? Scott Hastings. All go. right, uh, my turn. Who is the second highest paid Denver Nugget per season, per season on the roster? That would be, um, tough. It's not hard. Damn. I think I know it's it. It's not a hard question. He just became. All right, Philip, one. Uh, Paul Millsap. Sorry, Paul it's, Millsap. uh, it's Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Millsap's first, right? Yeah. At yep. 30. Yeah. And what's, what's Nikola's average? 20 something? 28, I believe. Okay. Did but you know it's under 30. Paul it's Millsap south of 30. last year was the third highest player in the NBA. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's go to JP. You're on the Vic Lombardi show. JP, how are you doing, bud? What sport do you want? Uh, let's go with baseball. Baseball it is. 
Name the player who hit the grand salami, the walk-off salami, and then got stripped at home plate by his teammates to beat the Nationals. He plays for the Cubs. He's from the area, from the Metro Denver area. What is his name? Uh, Bodo? Bote, I'll give it to you. It's close enough. David Bote, good enough. All go right, on. we'll go down the same route that we did previously. Name the current Rockies GM and the guy who did it before him. Uh, Jeff Breidich and Dan O'Dowd. There you go. All right, All right. Manchester, so don't make, me. don't throw a softball. Make it somewhat tough. Uh, the Rockies have an off day today, and then tomorrow, uh, they face, uh, Kate Upton's husband. Who is that? Justin Verlander. One of the Instagram biggest here. softball questions I've ever heard on these airwaves. Congrats, you're going to the Nuggets game. Wait Good a job, bud. He had to know baseball. Stay on the line. He had to know pop culture. Oh. And it's, like one minute till we have to go to break. We kind of needed that, to get that a last winner. point was probably the best point you've made. And then we got to talk about Kate Upton. Congratulations, JP. You are going to the Nuggets home opener against the Phoenix Suns. The Nuggets schedule is out. We haven't talked about it since it came out uh, during my break. I do have a couple thoughts on that. We'll put a wraps on the show when we come back. Final segment, Vic Lombardi, Altitude 950. Hey guys, Scott Hastings here. Get back in the game. Did you know that one out of every three men over 40 may have low testosterone? Low T levels can make you feel tired and crumpy. Do you know your numbers? Hey, Low T Center makes it quick and easy. You walk in, take a simple blood test. You'll know your results in about 20 minutes. Their service is even covered by most health insurance. Give them a call, 303-451-5698. That's 303-451-5698. LowTCenter.com is always open. The Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Thanks, 811, for keeping me safe while I planted a new garden. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pre-game breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary Bar, Ghost Peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop and Parker. Off of Parker Road and Hilltop. If the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Is your husband still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but he just changed companies. He's working for Safeway now and is back home with me and the kids at the end of every shift. Ugh, I wish my husband was home more. He's literally gone for weeks at a time. Why doesn't he apply at Safeway? They started my husband out at $25.56 per hour with the potential to earn a $12,500 bonus. Do you have a family member or friend driving trucks and they want more time at home? Tell them about the opportunity to drive for Safeway Distribution Center located at Colorado Boulevard and I-70. They only need two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor-trailer equipment and a Class A CDL. Safeway is a company you can retire from. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement plan are all outstanding. The starting pay for drivers is $25.56 per hour. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a potential bonus of up to $12,500. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Must be 21 years of age. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. When it comes to beautifying your home, your castle, nothing makes a statement like a new entry door from K&H Home Solutions. And when it comes to doors, nothing stands out and shouts, I'm high quality, energy efficient, and I'll protect you, <laughs> like a Provia entry door from K&H Home Solutions. Really, Provia doors are handcrafted and lovely. Don't spend your hard-earned dollars on a throwaway door on the first impression of your home. Call K&H and have them install a new Provia entry door, and they will save you 35% 
30% off your purchase. 35% off all Provia entry door systems. Take your curb appeal and security to the next level with a Provia entry door from K&H Home Solutions. Call K&H Home Solutions for a free home consultation. Oh, and be sure to ask them about their incredible financing options, including no interest for 18 months. Just go to khwindows.com. khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're he is a leader. He is a winner. He's a modern-day Will Rogers. Coach Lou Holtz is a special guest at this year's anniversary gala to benefit Father Woody's Haven of Hope. Twenty years ago, Father Woody's Haven of Hope opened its doors to shelter and care for the homeless and less fortunate. To help continue their mission, join us for an evening of cocktails, dinner, silent auction, and the wit and wisdom of Coach Lou Holtz. Saturday, September 22nd at the Hyatt Regency. For individual and group tickets, visit frwoodyshavenofhope.org. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Back at it this week in Broncos training camp as the Chicago Bears come to town on Wednesday. The Bears. Are we doing our show live there tomorrow? Yeah. So tomorrow, Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow's just Broncos. Wednesday, we're at Broncos. Thursday, we are at a golf tournament. Wait, is this the last week of training camp? Yeah, bro. Wow. That goes by fast. The last two days that are open to the public, tomorrow and Wednesday. But that's it for training camp, though. Yes. I mean, then it's still, no longer training camp. They're still in training camp. If training camp doesn't really end if they haven't even made a single cut yet. They're still doing training camp. They just camp. kick us out. It's just not public. Yes. yes. But they they won't let us do our broadcast down there next week. No, this is the last. We're week the public. Yes. We're, we're John Q. Public. I can't believe it's already over. I Training camp is not what it used to. It used to be six weeks in Greeley, and you'd be up there five days a week doing shows from an RV. All right, I'm looking at the Nuggets schedule, which came out. Uh, when did this come up? Friday, Friday afternoon. Moja talked about it on his show when it dropped. Let me take a look at this. I've analyzed a bit of it because obviously this is my life. I want to thank the last participant in uh, Three Questions to Glory for properly uh, identifying both the pre and post game hosts. <laughs> you are going to hold that against uh, that guy for a long not time. Not that big a deal. Uh, the opener is at LA against the Clippers on Wednesday, seventeenth. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna do this now. We're gonna do this. Then you got three home games: Phoenix, Golden State, Sacramento. Golden w- State Sunday the twenty-first. W- then, yeah, it's a very home-heavy schedule to start. Good. They but need then, that. Then you're gonna complain come April yeah. that they gotta play so many road games. The Lakers on October twenty-fifth, Thursday nighter, eight thirty, TNT in LA. Uh, there are, yeah, LeBron. There are fourteen games. Broadcast on national television for the the Nuggets this year. That's a great sign. I mean, how many did they have last year? Like three or four? I don't know, but that's a lot more. I can tell you that. Let me see. Two or three years ago, they had zero. How many of them on TNT? And that could change, by the way. Sometimes TNT will pick up games. That Lakers game is a TNT game. So that's, God, how many times is LeBron going to be on TNT? Now he's West Coast. All the time. Goodness gracious. So that Lakers game is a TNT game. They don't, they don't have another one for wow. Not until they play OKC in February, February 26, TNT. Then they got Minnesota and Dallas back-to-back TNT games, Tuesday, Thursday. That's a weird quirk in the schedule. Why would you play back-to-back 
TNT games in March. You're right, though. Uh, the, it's a home-friendly schedule to start, but take a look at the schedule down the stretch. The last, uh, let's go seven games. Washington at home, at w. G State, San Antonio at home, Portland at home, at Portland, at Utah, and the season finale, Minnesota at home. That's a tough finish. That's a, a very tough, tough finish. finish. Uh, I do like having game 82 at Pepsi Center this time around. It's the rematch. It's the Timberwolves again. You wonder if for a second straight year, significant playoff seeding will be on the line. The, those games, though, Vic, they need to be to determine what seed they're going to be, not if they're getting in the playoffs. No doubt. You I have mean, to have a playoff spot already secured by the time you get to that stretch. You yes. better. Yeah. Yes. If they're needing to win half of those games to get into the playoffs, they've had a bad first Five and a half. Again, you better take care of business early, and and it is a home friendly schedule early because I'll recap this again. Look at the at Houston, at OKC, two really good teams. Washington playoff team at Golden State, San Antonio, Portland at Portland at Utah, Minnesota. That's how they close the season. It's tough, but isn't there a chance, Vic, when you look at October, November, that they could get out of the gates fast, like really fast? Well, they better. Okay, what's a realistic expectation through 20 games? I don't know what realistic is anymore, but if they're through 10, if they're 20 and 10, well, that'd be through 30 games, but. Oh, yeah. I was going to say 14 and 6. Okay. I was going to throw out 15 and 5. Come out fast because of the way this schedule is. Look, the Nuggets just need to do what they did last year, except for Losing to bad teams at Pepsi Center. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, but they, they lost had a great, bad they team. had a great home record. Their home yeah, record you, was nice. Yeah, but you can't lose to Dallas and Phoenix and teams like that at home. You're right. You just can't. I mean, that's why they missed the playoffs. They're, they, they win 50 games last year. If they just beat bad what teams. What was the at worst home, loss of the year last year? The Clippers honest. lost when they were up 19 in the third quarter and Doc Rivers yeah. put in all of his backups. Yeah, that hurt. That was a bad loss. That, you gotta avoid those kind of things. The Phoenix loss hurt. Bad loss. And most of them were after, after New Year's. So they were, you know, down the stretch and they were games that they had to get. They also had that real gut-wrenching stretch against, uh, Boston and San Antonio where Vic looked like he could barely do the post-game show. He was so disgusted. But remember, they beat OKC that week too. And they beat Golden State that week. I know, but remember those two losses? How how they were rip your heart out? Was that the Mason Plumlee block shot? Oklahoma City. Game. No, that was late in the that season when they had that stretch of six straight wins. It's uh, that's what they need to do though. They need to avoid losing to teams that they just should handily beat. All right, my nose is clogged. Let's bring in Dan. Tell us what we did wrong. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry, that's not right. In today's fact checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. Should we be getting uh, Victor some bee pollen for his clogged nostrils? I will came be, out of nowhere. I will be bringing it tomorrow to Dove Valley, taking care of him as I have every day at training. He just needs like an IV drip of some bee pollen. Just That'd be good. Don't say the word IV well. drip in front of me right now. <laughs> All right, I just have uh, two clips to play for you guys. Vic, you were talking about uh, how mad Case Keenum was that he didn't go get to go back into the game. Let's hear it. Keenum, you could tell on his, he was mad that he did not get the opportunity to play another down. All right, now let's hear how uh, just how mad Case was after the game. 
I mean, I, I respect coach's decision, you know. Um, yeah, I, I'm always ready to play. I mean, um, I definitely want to play. I, I don't ever want to, you know, take myself out of the game. But, uh, uh, you know, I respected what they what they wanted. Fire from Keenum. He was furious. I, I don't understand. That That may have been the dumbest fact checker I've ever seen. <laughs> The guy was clearly upset he didn't get to play. How else is he going to tell you that? I'm just well, saying he didn't seem like he was that mad. And the other part is you were referencing his sideline interview with Rod Mackey, yeah. not what he said three hours later after he'd cooled down. But I watched, yeah, exactly, I watched the sideline interview. Dan, so far, your fact-checking is awful. Yeah. yeah. And so far, in Dan's microphone's been on today, we've heard from all three quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. I thought James was going to come punch you in the face when you Dan played. Dan loves the, this post-game sound from the quarterback. The fact I mean, he's getting chat. a lot yeah. of Listen, your sugar fix I thought was brilliant. No. So far, your fact checker, I mean, you Need might want to find checking. another line of work. His sugar fix was brutal. <laughs> Did we find out who was born on this day? What happened? I mean, yeah. I, I didn't oh, learn I anything. Oh, I thought it was great. I didn't learn a thing. Go on. That That's it. That's all I that's got. That's oh. it? <laughs> yeah. I thought you said you had a couple clips. Like, that's yeah, your we whole just, deal. We just played two of them. We, that was a couple. For three hours. It was a clean that's what show you came up a compliment with. to us. Yeah, it was a compliment to you guys. It was a clean show. It wasn't that clean of a show. What did we mess up? Other than Vic not knowing what 20 plus 10 was like two minutes ago. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. yeah. How about my terrible question about Ryan Spielborgs? That was awful. I'll admit it. What was your question? How was it opposed again? Who did the interview after the game? <laughs> Thank you very much, Dan. You, know, you got it, guys. I don't like this headline, and I know I pick on the Denver Post. Kepka makes history. Huh. Isn't it all, aren't you always making history? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, of course he made history. He won the tournament. No matter who would have won it. What, he what was the history that history. was made? What was the history? Well, anything that happens is history. But what, something historical. I make history when I get on the elevator today. Like, that's making history. It's just, stupid. I think you should pursue a gig as, like a side gig as a headline writer. This is just so bad. But you love headlines. Oh, here it is. Kepka became the fifth player to win the U.S. Open and PGA Championship in the same year. So that's history. Why? Yeah. Because he's the fifth? That's not really So, so if you're writing the headline for the PGA, you watched, you watched it unfold. Tiger was the draw. What headline would you write after Kepka beats Tiger? How would Ke- you write? I think just taking out the makes history part. Kepka holds off Tiger. That was the story. You know the, what the I The story been, wasn't that he made history. My headline would have been Tiger Woods wins the PGA. Finishes second. <laughs> I mean, I have no problem with the holds off Tiger part. It's just it's not making history. Okay, but when we go back to the moon, if the headline talks about making history, you can say, nope, Armstrong already made that history. This isn't history. How we about just this came headline? Back. Tiger's back. Some guy named Kepka won the PGA. Yeah, or how about, how about Meathead wins major? <laughs> I like that. See, now that's good. That's better. I like that. By the way, Kepka really needs to just forego the sleeves entirely. Go sleeveless. Yeah, I mean, he, the guy, I can't How believe soon you don't be- think he has a punchable face. No, he doesn't. I, I like him. How soon before Kepka shows up, though, in a tank top? I think this, I, I don't think he's as buff as everybody thinks he is. He's Ooh. six foot, 190 pounds. That's a little envy out of Manchester. No, no, here. I just don't. Little everybody, man envy? everybody acts like he's like the guy from the Incredibles. Like, I don't, I don't think that's, Accurate. I think it's awesome that a weightlifter can He's play a sport a and my... win and excel at a sport like golf. He lifts weights. I give you that. I just don't think he looks like this Dude, bodybuilder that everybody thinks. Okay. All right. All right. He just wears tight shirts. How many people in this room can bench 415? How many times? You can't bench 415. Yeah, Shut it. up. How many times? Stop it right now. Stop it right now. Well, you guys act like you Kepka. Stop it. You act like Kepka's repping 415. He's not. With no spotter. Not a, all right. I'll, I'll take it a step further. How many people in this room can bench 
250. That's what I thought. Uh, well, th- I'm not even. That's what I thought. How many times? You're not benching. We 250. can go down to 24 Shut hour off. fitness and try to get stupid. We can go do Let's that. Let's go. It's 958. It. We're going to do it after this first, our fired up finale. What was it? This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. No, I don't cheerlead him. I just say I'd like to give him a fair shake. So for the 1,000 okay, well, one more fair one time, how much fair do you want? He, he threw a flag on his quarter. Time out. Time out. Time out. So let, let's look at the pick. All right. So he gets decked because they don't even block the guy. So he hits the hot read and hits him right in the freaking was, hands. That wasn't the hot read. Catch the ball. That, that was first of all. That you're, you're false. That wasn't the hot read. He sh- she should not be throwing a slant pattern when they when they bracket inside. Okay, that ball should go to the outside. You're right. It's his fault that the guy dropped the pass. He shouldn't be Austin throwing Austin Trailer it drops the pass. If he catches it, it's yeah. A, it's a first down. Instead, it's a, it's an okay. interception. Yeah, that's on the quarterback. Okay. All right. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> When I, when I know I'm frustrated, when I just dropped the good lord. No poppycock or balderdash? Uh, it was very tempting today to drop both of those. But, again, we're mad at the guy for hitting a receiver in the hands. Okay, I got it now. Vic, how refreshing is it going to be when he no longer plays for the Broncos and we just don't have to talk about it? It'll never end, though. It'll it'll go on. Should have kept Paxton. I bet you Paxton's doing well. I now. just don't understand why everybody in this town is so rooting against him. I'm not rooting against him. I'm not rooting against him. I just know when it's time. I know when it's time. And nobody seems to care that the $15 million a year quarterback went three and out, three That's and fine. out, and threw a ball to Joe Woods that was intended for Cortland Sutton. I'm the only one alarmed by that. Up next, the B&H show, Scott and Julie, they'll chat with Nine News' Rod Mackey, who conducted that fiery post-game interview with Case Keenum. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids are in the City of Angels to take on the Galaxy. Kickoff is at 830 with Connor Cape on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Preseason game number one is in the books. The Broncos fall to the Minnesota Vikings 42-28 on Saturday night. New quarterback Case Keenum talked about the first team offense struggling in game one. You know, that uh, it's, it's kind of the nature of, of um, you know, NFL football, especially at this level, especially against a really good defense. You can't... Uh, you know, you can't have negative plays, can't have penalties. Um, you know, those things set you back. And, um, you know, we just, we never got into a rhythm today. Never, never got that first, first down and got going. Um, and yeah, definitely, definitely left me wanting more. Um, and I'm sure it's how a lot of people felt. This update is powered by Honda. Get your brand new Honda EU 2200 portable generator at your local Honda power equipment dealer. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Yeah, baby! A lot of football! Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Company. Let's go, let's go, let's go, run the hit! And the Hastings and Brahman Show starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. I manipulate to recreate. Let's air to go around.